Welcome back to another episode of Murder of the Grey State. Uh, tonight we are going to be doing a an analysis a discussion of the stage crime scene. So things that just don't really make sense. Uh, this for this to be a you know devil homicide slash suicide um, investigation here, right? So tonight we have Catherine, Sophia, and Greg with us. Thank you guys for joining in, of course. Thanks for having us. Of course. So, so, um, where to start? Uh, let's, let's see, let's, let's go with the most obvious one. Let's, um, let's look at body placements and movements. Um, I know that Sophia and Catherine have been probably doing the most information gathering on that and research on that. So, what do you guys think about all that? Well, um, from the lack of blood that's at the crime scene, they were moved after they were killed. Absolutely. Uh, probably, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, if you look at that corner of the couch where Camille supposedly was killed and been laying there for three weeks, According to the narrative, and you zoom in, there is no blood there. There's not even decomp fluid there. And she's missing the majority of her head and her hands and stuff. I mean, where is it? Absolutely. You should see something. And that corner is extremely clean for a body that had been laying there that long. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there should have been some seepage of something. Even if there was a blanket laid down, there should have been some seepage of something. Right. Yeah, and also and, have to take into consideration what was written in the reports. You have some of the officers saying that um, Rania was found lying on her left side between her mom's legs, and then you have other officers writing, she's lying on top of the legs between the mother and the father. And so right there, I mean, between whenever these officers are coming in, somebody's moving, at least Rania. Right, right, absolutely. But it's, it's interesting because they're saying that they're, you know, basically I mean, what, what Sophie was saying was there's, there's no decomp fluid yet. These guys, or really anything over in those specific areas, and yet these guys aren't even, they're not taking notice of that. I mean, I'm not the only one finding that strange, right? <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hi, Greg, what are your thoughts on it? I just left a comment on your on your stream. Maybe you or somebody can read it. But first, um, uh, if anybody doubts that any of the bodies were moved at any time, um, all you have to do is look at the blood on the recliner. That proves somebody's body was moved at some point. Because right. there's blood there in that certain spot, item thir item 34, and that should not be there. If where where the bodies were found is where they were all killed. Right. So that puts it to rest. And the and I had a recent comment um, on one of my other other channels, and I just put it in your, in your chat if you want to read it. I'm sure Catherine will have. I'm sure Sophia too will have some thoughts on. It, and you may too. Yeah, I'll read it right now. It says. Uh... <laughs> 
Uh, they stated the lividity shows the bodies were not moved. That's there that was is, no lividity, right? Yeah, so there just, was no lividity, and you it, and that tells you that there wasn't blood in the body. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of their blood was missing, and because lividity, what that is, is the pooling of blood at the lowest point, uh, wherever the lowest portion of the body is toward the ground. That's right. where the blood pool, and they had no lividity. None of them. Which is weird. Just because... look at the autopsy report. Mm hmm So. Which is really, really odd because so where where is the blood then? It just comes right back onto that one, of course. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So the other the other thing that, that you have is that the fact that they are telling us that none of Kamel's blood what Detective Jim Dunlop told us that none of Kamel's blood and none of her daughter's blood were 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 actually mixed. Now DNA results and everything. There may be some there may be some questions, but that was one of the twenty one questions that we had for him that he told us. So it was like, well, how could their blood not mix, right? How is there no blood of Rania found on her mom when she was laying on top of her? How how does that happen? That uh, kind of also shows that they, they couldn't have been killed there. One of them could not have been killed there. Rania couldn't have been shot there, is what it would tell me, at the very least. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She was laid there. That's somebody placing the bodies on top of their mom. Now, why would they do that is a whole other issue. Mm -hmm. How does Rania's arm go missing? How does a dog, if a dog is credited with the daughter, with the daughter's missing arm, the, the fractured rib, all of that, how does, while the dog is doing that, how does the dog do it so neatly that none of Rania's blood gets on Kamel? Right. Let's see. Uh, there's one thing I want to bring up real quick. I'm looking for it right now. I'm trying to remember the, how, to, how I worded it, but it was something along the lines of, like, how much strength does it take? Uh, which, yeah, this is, comes down to... Uh, uh, you know, don't don't you know? Don't be surprised at my my search history here, uh, feds and FBI and all this. But you know, how much strength does it take to um, rip an arm clean off? Okay. Of a, a child's arm, a five-year-old's arm, and right, right. But how does a dog do that and fracture the third rib? Right. Well, and that's that's the thing. You see that it comes with. I mean, I know when I looked it up initially, and that's why I'm really like trying to go and find it as quickly as I can. But it takes a lot of force to take just to go and clean rip somebody's arm off. But on top of that, it shows that there was pressure on on the rib, obviously, and that's why it broke. So we're looking at things like weight. We're looking at um, you know how much pressure did they put in you know in reverse that way they could just you know kind of hold themselves down, really sink in and anchor themselves. So that way they can go and yank the arm out. Um, and so we'd be looking at, of course, we know we'd have to look at decomp. And, you know, I know Catherine and I and, and Sophia, we've all talked about, you know, the decomp. And when mm -hmm. it comes down to it, that arm would have been incredibly hard to still rip off, child or not. It was still taking quite a bit of force. And a dog of paleo size is not ripping that off. How much blood would have been involved in with Rania with the, the ripping of that arm off? And if it's done right there where the body is found, 
Probably I don't think it was. All over those bullets would have went all over everything else that they would have tested, right? Possibly. I mean, but the thing is, I mean, it's not it's not an artery. So, but if she's already, I mean, that's yes, the thing. yes, there is. There, there's the brachial artery right there that's right underneath the armpit that goes up oh, underneath the clavicle. And so, even though she would say it happened after death, because we don't know, we we they don't write it in the reports mm -hmm. if it was before death or after death. Um, but even after death, there would have still been some blood within those arteries and within those veins, and it would have some blood would have been like on her clothes and on Kamel or on the floor. Right. It may not have been a lot. It wouldn't have been spurting if she were already passed away, but right. it would be there. Right. They do say after death. Uh, okay, I mean, so they Jim, say after yeah. death, and yeah, it would still have pulled to some degree. Right. Would that look like, um, I know you, both of you have talked about cast off blood and things like that. What type of blood would that look like? That's more like passive, and it would just okay. have pulled. I mean, kind it of, would be kind of where the body was found. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, if you, well, okay. It depends on the movements of what the animal, like say, if it was paleo, is he yanking, is he tugging, is is it, you know, getting thrashed about, then you would see like the passive drops kind of being flung here and there, you know, not too far from the body, right. but there would be evidence of something that happened within would that. Would it be a big pool, a big pool? Um, not, probably not a huge pool of blood because she was so little. And right. after death, again, since the blood stops pumping, whatever was within those arteries in that area is what would have come out. Right. But you still would have seen something because it took quite a good portion of the skin and the pectoral era, area of her chest. And um, yeah, there it would be evident. I would really believe that it would be evident somewhere. Would it line up with item 34 with the blood on the re recliner? Um, I don't know, unless her arm came off and then she was leaning up against the recliner and I mean, I don't see how that would, how that would match. Well, even then we'd have to be, we'd also have to go and look at how the, the arm was ripped off. And we obviously, we didn't get to go and see, you know, the wound itself, um, like just up close. So we can't really see how it was you know, ripped. Um, but on top of that, I mean, there's, if that was up on top of that i mean the rib and all this that's almost it seems kind of um pointless to be pushing there that's like an anchor point and that's that's what it looks like to me it's just there somebody had put their foot on them right under uh, rania and they were kind of just using that just to hold the body down so that way they could yank the arm out yeah and that's what i've always thought too because i cannot see how um paleo would have been able to apply the force needed to fracture a rib especially on a child you know especially you know with the ribs because children's bones aren't quite as hard yet they don't really harden up until later because uh, they're still growing everything has to still grow so they have to be a little pliable and so they would give a little bit better than on an adult so the again the amount of force needed to be pushing down to fracture that rib now it wasn't broken completely it was mm -hmm. fractured but it still takes an, a lot of force right. and i can't see paleo being able to do that no how would Why that would even police... occur would it would it Go be ahead. a foot or i mean how do you even break 
that rib. Isn't it pretty high up? It's right up underneath the armpit. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, if you right there, right by where the armpit is, but push in on your side. So yeah, it's like, so I don't, and I don't know, this is just how I try to imagine it. Like if it was a person, they would have to somehow sever some of, and I know this is so disgusting people. So please, if, if you know, you're, you're not a mature audience, don't listen to this, but they would have to sever and cut into the flesh and then put their foot down close into that armpit and then pull. It's the only thing I can think that would make sense to get that arm off that would fracture the rib at the same time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is a child. Yes. Why the F would anybody do that to a child? That's a good question. Yeah. These are some sick individuals, but I think it comes down to the whole premise of they're trying to stage the scene. Like I said, it all comes down to this, you know, it seems staged and, you know, I have my, my opinions. I, I know we all have our own opinions on the crime. Um, and what exactly occurred, um, you know, obviously we're not going to, you know, state anything, you know, like we're not naming suspects, but we're, you know, we've got some people of interest. And to me, this looks like some either that A, has watched too much TV um, and like CSI, things like this, or B, this is somebody, these are people that, that did this. They're, they, they've got some acting experience. Um, they've, they've got some stage death experience, um, you know, something along those lines. Um so could this be somebody from the gray stage group um i think it's possible i'm not excluding it of course um because the gray of... stage group not the gray stage yeah exactly oh did i say the gray stage <laughs> yeah. oh my bad my you, bad you'd be, my sh bad. You'd be shocked how, how often that happens oh my goodness my apologies uh <laughs> yeah, no, the, gray, the gray state goons it has to be one of those it would have to be I'm not saying it would have to be for sure one of them, but it it makes sense. But I also can't, I'm not naming them as a suspect. It's just a speculation here. But we're looking at, there's a lot of actors there. So they would, there would be some opportunity there. We know that, you know, motive, that aligns perfectly. Opportunity, we know that David and his family were comfortable with many of these guys. So it comes down to, okay, well, they're in their casual clothes. Either this was done in the morning or late in the evening or what. Um, they were in comfortable clothes. So regardless, these are people that they would have been comfortable with. So we're looking at somebody that they were comfortable with, no matter what. That is part of it. But then we're also looking at the lack of blood. So then we'd have to be looking at all sorts of things where they dispose of whatever got touched with blood. We know David couldn't do it. He was already dead. You know, we know that Camille couldn't do it, nor could Rania. I mean, that would be the really big twist right there, is if Rania was actually the one who did it. Uh, but you know, I don't. We all know she didn't. It's 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 not a thing either. So, I think that's that's really really curious. So yeah, I, I I hear that. You know, but I don't know. It's just it's the whole everything after and the police read re response and I know their responses are very odd. I find them very, very odd. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, whether they know it or not, they're, they're part of a, of a cover-up is kind of the way that I see it, whether they were involved at all or not, whether they know that there's more to it and they don't want to publicly talk about that, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's there's nothing right about that, um, especially considering the content, considering the violence, 
considering there's a child in involved, considering there's a soldier involved, mm-hmm. considering it's their fr- I mean, there's so many different things. That's why it's like the actions, their actions are just are very, very odd and are not good. They're very shameful actions. Oh, absolutely. But I just I don't think they're bright enough to do to pull something like this off. And you know, I want to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sophia. Thank you. Uh, I keep referring back to the other case, the Pennock case. But when you read those reports and you look at those photos, it's very telling compared to this case. And, you know, the police were just like, yeah, you know, we'll send you everything we have in it. We'll even send you the recordings. But when it comes to this case, they hold on to it as much as possible. And I've gone to other states when I'm researching a case, and they send me the whole case file. Right. I'm like, okay, thanks. You know, I mean, it's a box. Hey, I mean, a big box of all the files and military records and everything. And I'm just like, wow. Okay, thanks. Uh, that was more than I ever expected. I still have that box in my closet. I haven't even dug halfway through it. But um, it's just, when it comes to this case, you're just like, wow, uh, you know, what's the big secret? Exactly. I think they realize there's they messed up. I think that's part of it. They realize that they unwittingly partook in this cover-up. I, that's that's my honest opinion. I think that's why they're yeah. so quick to just uh yeah we're, we don't want to send any more basically. I think that's part of it, but it's also the whole thing you know why like they're so critical on what is sent and what is being redacted and all this is there's a lot that really didn't need to be redacted. You know like and, those you know I would like to. Um, expand a little bit on the dislocating the arm Um, you know for little kids like for toddlers and you know up to one-year-old and maybe two-year-olds you know you know how parents often will take a child and swing them between them right and do stuff like that and you should never do that ever 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 and that's because at that age it is really actually super easy to dislocate a child's shoulder or elbow because things are still you know kind of loose and not getting in there but as they get older, it's harder and harder to get that done. And um, what, Rania was five and a half. Um, so it wouldn't have been as easy as an infant, not as hard as an adult, but not as easy as, as a toddler. And so it still would take a good amount of force to get that off. Mm-hmm. Or at that's, least pretty, that's pretty interesting that you bring that up, because I think there is a photo of David actually doing that to his daughter, right? Spinning well, her around. And most parents... Camel, I think it was actually Camel. Was it Camel? Okay. Yeah. I mean, most parents it, do because you don't stop to think about it until next thing you know you've dislocated your child's... Uh, it happens a lot, it, it, you know, and it's not abuse or anything like that. It's just mainly parents don't... They don't know and they don't really stop to think, is this going to hurt my child? They think they're just having fun swinging right. because the kid's having a really good time and next thing you know, they're in the ER having or having to put their shoulder back in. Right. Yeah. I actually would like to back this up. Um, When we were moving to Alaska, when Brooke was not even a year old, she was crying in the back seat. We were in Canada at this time. 
uh, like around white horse or something. It really doesn't even matter now. But I was in the passenger seat and I turned around and to hold her hand, we went over a bump and it pulled her elbow and her wrist out of place. Ooh. And you could feel it go back when it, you know, when we finished the bump thing and she was crying and stuff, but we had to be very, very careful with her. It's like for the next year or so, her bones just were so easily uh, dislocated and stuff. You couldn't like pull her up from a laying position without being super careful because they would just pop. Yeah, and that's why and, you gotta be super super careful with little kids because that's just what happens. It, because the joints are still so pliable and nothing is really quite set. And again, that's so they can grow and their body can get bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a very good point. And all I was doing was just trying to reach for her, her hand, you know, to hold it, just to comfort her. And it just that just happened, and I was horrified by it after that. Yeah. So, you know, and like, and it's funny because, you know, um, I've always been a, a very rough and tumbly kind of person and tomboy doesn't even begin to, to explain it. And even now, like with my grandkids, um, well, with my granddaughter, the big, our fun thing to do would be, I'd let her punch me as hard as she could. She could punch me. I didn't care how, you know, she could just, you know, wind up and whack me. And so that would be our game until one time when she's, I think she's like maybe six or seven, and she did that, and I felt her her knuckles give way, and um, and I'm like, uh oh, because it, it's like they moved, right? They they weren't um, they didn't dislocate, but I could feel them give under her punch, mm-hmm. and so I told her, I said, uh, okay, no, no more of that, because I said <laughs> we don't need to take you to the hospital because you you know your hand is now all broken because grandma let you punch her, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're so easily pliable and things move real easy. But again, not to the point to where it would have been just super easy for a dog to just rip that arm right off. Right. Well, especially not one of that size. Right. That's that's good points. That's very good points. I mean, the thing is, I mean, you can look at that. I mean, just looking up a simple Google search of just... You know, how much force do you actually have to does it take to, to actually rip an arm out of a socket you can look at what it is and you know generally when it comes to kids and stuff I know that stuff is usually not brought up <laughs> um, which right. makes sense but you know it's you just kind of got to go and reduce the numbers a bit you know that's the thing we got to go and look at that it's going to be a bit less but it's not going to be like you know oh it's going to be super easy we're going to be able to just oh let's yank this right on out no no, this is still right, but it is going to take a, a, a little bit more force because we're not talking just pulling it out of socket, but you're talking about ripping it from right. the human body, which adds even more force than. Mm-hmm. So it it does. Yeah, I don't know. I still think something more than just that dog. It would have taken more than just the dog. My, well, my yeah. opinion. Well, the dog's not going to be able to also fracture that rib like that especially right. not one of that size, um, him just, you know, doing it that way, you know, it's not going to do that. Plus on top of that, you know, we have to be looking at the same thing. Like we were, like you brought up was, um, that's why I don't think it was done there. I don't, in fact, I mean, if I'm being blunt, I don't think the bodies were, I don't think they were actually killed there because that goes into another topic of, well, where is the blood? 
you know, if there's no blood there, then how do we know they weren't just, you know, maybe this was done elsewhere. So if there was any, um, you know, blood spurting out or pooling up or anything like this, it was done somewhere else. Right, because where your cursor is right now on the couch, if you just go right below that on that rug, is is exactly where Kamel's head was. Mm -hmm. And in that area, you know, like we've been saying all along, two gunshot wounds to the head and two missing hands. Well, the other hand wouldn't have been that area, but a missing hand and stuff. And there's nothing right there. I mean, there's a little tiny bit, and that's probably due to the minute decomp that was going on, that little um, discoloration of where your, your cursor is at this point in time. But mm -hmm. um, right where it was, go, yeah. if you go up to the little bit, just so, oh, if people are watching, to the left. Over here. Go, now you're too far. Um, goes right there. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Stop and go up. Now go right. A little bit more right. A little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, right there, there in that right, area. Like the north, a little bit north of that, <laughs> and then to the right. That oh. little tiny brown spot. Yes, right there. See that little discoloration right mm -hmm. there? Yeah. That's it. And so to have two gunshot wounds to a head and then a missing hand in that area. And then a supposed almost three, a little bit, three weeks of decomp, and that's all that's there? Mm -hmm. No, no. Right. Yeah, it's it's a little peculiar because it doesn't make any sense. And plus, I mean, the one thing, I mean, since we've already got this up right here, this is the part I do want to bring up again. You can definitely see there's multiple different colors hair here. And if we were to go look at the hair color of what, um, what was in the garbage, one of these colors, I believe it was this one, it could have been this one though, um, was the hair color in there. So this is where I think this all kind of ties in. Plus on top of that, we'd also have Rania's hair. Some of her hair would have been in the area, but we're looking mostly at Camille's hair. And this is mostly Camille's hair. We're looking at she had just dyed her hair or was in the process of it when this, when this occurred. Yeah, and some of that actually almost looks like um, black fibrous stuffing. Not all of it looks mm -hmm. like hair, right? but it's hard to see with some of these photos. Right, plus on top of that, how does the cotton get all jumbled in this yeah. bad? I mean, they would have had to have been Because isn't that, un where that is right now, isn't that, wouldn't that have been where she was laying? Mm -hmm. Like lying on top of that? Yep, right in that area. <laughs> so it's it doesn't like, make any sense. No. That's why I think, I mean, I, my, my theory, I mean, I do have a theory about it. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously I'm not going to talk about an air at this point. Um, but, you know, and we've probably all talked about it, you know, but it's when it comes down to it, it's end of the day, where's the blood? You know, so yeah. if we can't, if we can't pinpoint where the blood, the blood is here, this crime scene here, can we really say they were actually killed here? I'd say no, we can't. We can't actually say that. So, which means the time of death, you know, and all this, looking at this, there's all sorts of other factors that can go along with this. You know, I know Sophia and I talked about this too um, the other night. And when it comes down to, for instance, I mean, you look at the clothes and all this, I mean, there's all sorts of different factors. I'm still looking at it. I'm still, I'm just, uh, what's the word? I am, I'm going along with the theory at the moment. I'm not saying this is what I believe necessarily, but it is a little curious. Um, but what happens if the bodies were frozen? 
they were killed elsewhere and stuffed in a freezer or something, some kind of an ice box maybe. And and that's yeah, and see that's the thing about not being able to. I mean, and legally we just aren't entitled to it. But that's the hard thing about not being entitled to the full medical examiner's report mm-hmm. because in that they would they would state whether or not they could um, if the bodies had the tissues had been previously frozen because you can see that under a microscope right but on just uh you know a basic autopsy report you know we don't we're not getting anything like that so is it possible yeah it it is you know unless they can prove to us otherwise we have to leave it open as a possibility right plus on top of that um if they were frozen let's say it was like an actual freezer freezer um, their bodies were stuffed in kind of a large freezer of sorts or some kind of a cold area where um, it's not going to really warm up a whole lot and they're kind of just their bodies are frozen then we're looking at delayed if not completely stopped decomp time so they would just basically just be sitting there and it's kind of just suspended for the most part and then if not completely and then we'd be looking at a whole different ballgame when it comes to that as well so that's why I was like oh well maybe it's some of the clothes that kind of possible not you know but at the same time you're also looking once the clothes thaw which the clothes looked i mean they looked wet little little wet but at the same time there was it definitely looked like there were some dry areas quite a few of them um so if we're looking at dry areas i mean the body's thawing out we'd be looking at a really nasty smell most likely so yeah i'm trying to think because um at the times when i was at the um the medical examiner's office and then they they had three separate types of freezers they had like a cooler Mm -hmm. then they had a freezer and then they had a deep freeze so Mm -hmm. the deep freeze was always used for those bodies that were going to be there for a while for whatever the reason may be Mm -hmm. and um i'm trying to think i know that i saw a particular person whom they took out of the deep freeze and they put them Oh, I can't remember if they put them in the freezer or maybe it was just the cooler by that point. But just the temperature changes in that. um, And I think they have to do it. I think they have to do a slow process because I do remember seeing um, skin sluffage and where it starts to uh, cause um, blisters, Mm -hmm. uh, liquid-filled blisters. but again, and that was just, you know, obviously the body is going to start to do that, but it was kind of enhanced due to now they're, they went from being super frozen to now we're kind of thawing them out. Right. So, but I, I can't really, it's been so long, it's hard, I can't remember the full process. Yeah. Well, I mean, still, but I mean, it's, you know, looking at that possibility too is, I mean, that's, that's another interesting one too, because then you get the blood. If there is any blood left in the body when this actually occurred, then we're looking at all sorts of other things for that as well. Um, you know, I mean, would it be easier or harder? I mean, I would already just assume it would, it would probably be. I would assume to some degree it would be easier on, for instance, uh, going at uh, a child's arm, the way that it was done, uh, but in, in some instances it might be even. It might be difficult at the same time, a little more difficult possibly. Um, and, but either way, we'd be looking at all sorts of kind of like, um, when it comes to the terror where that was at too, let's say she was, uh, you know, frozen, like frozen, frozen. I don't think they were. I think it was more likely if, if there was kind of freezing, they were probably thrown in something that wasn't necessarily a deep freeze, but more or less just kind of, 
to slow the time so that way there's no way to go and tell the exact time they died. If that was, if that's the point of why they put them in a freezer. Yeah, but again, regardless, it would have shown on the slides, you know, when they when they did their um, their samples, took their tissue samples and looked under the microscope. But again, we we don't by law, we, we do not have access to those reports. And that's kind of frustrating because I'm wondering if they were truthful in that, because a lot of what we see in the autopsy reports, it just the wording doesn't make sense. How it's done doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I pray that they did a better job than their actual medical examiner's report, but I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of faith. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of us do. And what the autopsy report and the narrative states is not what we're seeing at the crime scene. Right. So. You got any thoughts, Greg? There's. Oh, after Sophia, of course. No, go ahead. Any thoughts on anything specific? I mean, I like, like a, on Rick. oh, I mean, just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can always send him an invite if he's interested in joining the conversation, of course. Um, but uh, no, just about like, I mean, the possibility maybe the bodies were frozen. So that could, I mean, that could adjust some things, right? I, I, you know, I've, I've always had an issue with the, um, the theory that the body, that the bodies were placed there later. And the only reason is um it's definitely possible i'm not just discounting it or anything i think right. there's been a lot of good facts that have that i've seen a lot of good comments and things that have brought up that uh why that makes sense um and then i look at well you know how difficult that would would be to get it back in there possibly right, right. How, how like you're taking bodies you're taking frozen bodies how do you get them in it's not impossible especially there in that area and mm -hmm. everything where people people aren't hearing gunshots if there were gunshots there someone should have heard more than three nobody is saying that they heard any more than three gunshots and we know that there were several more so well, what happens I don't if, know. Uh, here's my question see what comes to the gunshots what happens if those gunshots were actually like the staged bullets because they just wanted to be three one, two, three. Right. Well, the people did say too, didn't they say that they heard them in rapid succession? Mm -hmm. And none of these would appear to be an instance where you could do rapid succession without, with the exception of the That's two to Mel. Yeah, the only rapid thing is three, three shots to her. That's the only thing that really would make sense to me. And yet we know that she was accounted for after that was reported when those shots were heard. Right. Correct? Because they, yeah. Correct. With with one neighbor, with the other neighbor, he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. He he couldn't give a specific date because uh, Colin Colin Proc now you have to dis we pretty much have to discount what he says about the three rapid fire gunshots because that was on December nineteenth or something. So, but the other neighbor couldn't give a specific time. It was sometime between Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. Right. So there's like there's a big, big gap. That that is a pretty big gap, by the way. That's like, you know, at least five five days, five, right. six days and, or something like that. And there's no telling if that was actual fireworks that they were hearing or gunshots. Right. Because it's around New Year's. Right. 
No, that's that's an interesting yeah. point. But yeah, the, the rapid succession part that that's the part I, I'll be honest, I totally that totally slipped my mind. But still, you know, what happens if that's what ends up happening? You know, that's they basically whoever did this had came in and. Well, I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you since we're talking, we're just talking about theories and everything like that, and Rick is talking about kind of what we think. Well, obviously, if somebody's going to bring in bodies they're going to do it late at late at night mm-hmm. um i actually spoke with someone who um nice person claimed to be a psychic and kind of gave me the theory gave me a scenario of what actually happened mm-hmm. and that was one one of the things that they were actually they were taken in a in a in a in a van um mm-hmm. they were moved out of the of the house um they were killed somewhere else and then they were later on they were placed back in that in that home so i don't know i don't really believe in mediums psychics anything like like that that was a pretty interesting theory and the person seemed very sin sincere well, so um i think you know that's the thing that'd be an interesting one because who out of the people because once again they were in comfortable clothes so my guess is is still some is it doesn't look like there was a forced entry um, I, my assumption still, and that's my theory, it had to have been somebody they knew, somebody they were comfortable with. So if we're looking at who is comfortable with them, how many people own something like that that they could transport them in that we know of? I mean, you you could get something. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I was thinking, well, you could rent something, but no, because that's going to leave right. that's going to leave a lot of traces that you may not want. But at the same time, any license plate or anything like that could be a, an issue. But what I started looking for was the hostage situation stuff. Like what would back up the, cause that would have, that means that is a hostage situation where they're taken out of, of the house, at least one, if, if not all of them, right. Mm-hmm. It's so possible maybe to have killed one in, in the house. I don't know. Um, but I mean, to freeze those, those bodies, let's say the bodies were, were, were frozen. Um, you have to unfreeze them too, mm-hmm. right? And you have to, how do you get all of that blood to be in all of these different areas? Um, you have to have the blood in that hallway, the blood next to the, to the light, um, next to the front, uh, window, some of the blood that we've talked about on the other side of the, so of a the certain, kitchen island. So we could be looking at somebody like, you know, that for instance said something about a bucket of blood, right? Well, I'd like to say something quick in regards to the blood everything that was tested in regards to the blood around the house came back as camels Mm -hmm. not not all of it right there was there was still some blood that was from david from camel i'm talking about the floor and the wall and stuff i'm not talking about the gun okay i'm talking about the computer the floor the wall Mm -hmm. and stuff so, I mean, they could have killed her in the house, and they could have removed Ronnie and David. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. But even then, it's, you know, where's, mean, where's the pool of blood? We'd have to still be like, where's the high-velocity blood spatter? Well, and, yeah, and that's just it. It, sh- it clearly shows Kamel was, um, I don't know, for lack of a better word, attacked or whatever, tortured. That you see that's the, you see with the blood patterns and with the flow in the spatter patterns, she was moving, she was trying to get away. There's, you know, 
she was there while she was being injured, but there's nothing there to show where the final blows took place. There's right. no proof of yeah. that anywhere in that house. Well, the, the, yeah, the cell phone thing still drives me crazy. What is that, item 30, 38? Mm-hmm. Right. David's cell phone? That's, it's like, wait a minute. So how is that possible that his DNA, his well, blood is not on it? It's well, something. His DNA, okay, his blood, it shouldn't be there, but DNA. That laptop on the island, that should have his DNA on it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if he was typing that last note and scrolling through the computer and putting music on and stuff like that. His DNA should be there. Mm-hmm. And that's not showing up either. Right. And they can say whatever they want. Oh, well, you know, maybe the tests were not the greatest tests or this and that. But the fact is, if they don't have the blood there. They don't have his DNA there. They can't tie him to it. Right. That's really it. That's why they can loosely tie him to that to that gun. Um, but it's, it's pretty, pretty loose. No. But it is there. No, not with the nuclear DNA testing and, and PCR, SPR testing. Those are... Pretty darn accurate unless you're starting to get into mixtures and stuff, and that's when it starts to get a little bit more complicated. Oh, right, right, absolutely. But no, it's. And that's only because of uh, trace DNA and, you know, like some stranger sneezing on an item and that's brought into the house, and now they're connected to the crime, which <laughs> they have right. nothing to do with it kind of thing and so but anyway uh the computer the laptop on the island was item 23 yeah and it, it indicated as female um it's um it's not enough genetic material to know of any minor contributors if Camille uh, is included they cannot exclude david and ronnie but it doesn't match Right. Well, wouldn't they only do the exclude if there was mixtures? It depends on how they're writing their report. Sometimes they do that, sometimes they don't. And so they're, they're just saying, so don't ask me. I have no idea because their reports are written so screwily, if that's oh, yeah. a word. Yeah. No, screwily is a word. But I'm, I'm, oh, I like that word. I'm creating it. It's a word. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and I think that they use the word exclu- uh, excludes when there's mixtures, but they use the would not, ex- uh, does not match David or Ronnie, or does not match such and such, when it's just one. Well, the, on item 41-2, it's a mixture of two, and it just says does not mm-hmm. match. But they say does not match. Doesn't say excluded. Oh wait, it does say excluded, but then it says it doesn't match. So again, how they're writing these reports, it's not consistent. But the the fact of the matter is of what you guys are saying is item twenty three. If David was on there typing that that stupid note yeah, that was yeah. on there, it would have been his DNA as one of the major contributors, along with the blood that obviously turns out to be Kamel's. But yet his DNA is not there. Right. No, could his DNA not be there? I mean, let me ask you about the the testing, DNA testing. Is it possible to test just for blood and not for anything else? Is that no? Because no, no, no. If you're 
we just had this conversation. So, if, but if I'm if I'm testing the the blood, right? I'm not testing the laptop surface. I'm not testing the keys of the laptop. I'm testing the blood. Right. That's okay. On that so, laptop. explain to me how you've separated only the blood from that key on that laptop. I'm just wondering if the blood would override any no. DNA. No. No. It's on no. the surface. You cannot separate the surfaces. Now, if you were just taking her blood out of her body, sure, you could just test her blood that way. But her blood is on the surface of those keys. They swab that surface. So they're picking up anything and everything on that surface as well as the blood that is visible. Right. And from there, they start to run the test. And from there is when they start to separate the contributors. Because how does yeah. the blood get there without it getting with David's, David's DNA is the reason why Kamel's blood is on the keyboard. Well, they're trying to, the, the narrative is, is he typed that up. So he must have had her blood on his hands as he's typing. Well, if that were true, A, he's used that keyboard prior because it's his laptop, and B, now he's what, he's supposedly the last person to type on there, so he would be transferring his skin cells along with her blood. It would be mixed together on those keys on that laptop. Right. And, okay. and at the same time, it doesn't make sense that it would be Kamel. It, it's just, obviously yeah, and it's just like gonna... the cell phone. Yeah, is yeah. absolutely just like the cell phone. I mean, he this is a keyboard that he uses all the time. He would have sneezed on it. There would be hair on there. There would be skin cells, you know, just all kinds of things. I mean, you slough off 400,000 400, skin cells per day. Right. So, right. But, so even though they're only testing the blood, all of that would still show up in the DNA. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 stop, stop, stop right there. You are, you are thinking of this incorrectly. You're saying they're only testing the blood. That is not true. It turned That's out. That's what they say, though. Hold on, hold on. Let no, me no. Hold okay. on, stop, stop, stop. Hold on. Now, it turned out to only be blood, but when they swabbed that area, they swabbed the whole thing. They don't just take a little no. bit. No, they, they say swabs of blood. Yeah, but they did swab. Where's the blood? Okay, if the blood is, okay, look at your keyboard right now on your laptop. And look at your, like, say, for instance, your letter A. Imagine there's blood on that letter A, and it's dried. And you now have to go and swab that. So you're going to get a sterile swab. You're going to wet it a little bit because you've got dry stuff there. And now you're going to take it, and you have to apply pressure to that key, correct? To now swab and get up some of that blood, correct? Right. Yes. Okay, so as you are doing that, you're not getting just the blood. You are now getting anything and everything that was within that area that your swab has now touched. You see the blood because that's what's visible. Now you take that, you put it in your tube, you take it to the lab. The lab then takes that and starts going through its process. And then it starts to pull out genetic codes. And here is where they should have found more than just one person's DNA. Yes, her DNA from the blood, but where's his DNA that was on that keyboard that they had to swipe with a, a, a wet swab to pick up that sample? Well, right, so but when their their results only talk about blood. No, no. They swabbed the blood. Right. But they were trying to find out who was bleeding. But as they're doing that and they're running or as they're swabbing, they're picking up 
other things too that was right. left but there. there but and that's why we're getting mixtures in okay. certain items. Yeah, yeah. You're getting blood uh, mixtures. Blood mixtures no. is what they're talking about no. in some of these things. Okay, here's okay, okay, okay. stop. stop, stop you, please. You are at, you're confusing and you're misunderstanding. Of course what? I am. I'm so, okay, confused. this is why I'm trying to explain it to you. Okay, which one confuses you the most out of all of them and we'll walk you through this. Oh which, my goodness. Where do I begin? Just pick one. Um, just pick one of them. It doesn't matter. It's all the same process, so pick whichever one makes you more. Okay, let's, uh, item, thir item 35. Item okay, 35. so item 35. What they do is they're looking at this cell phone, and they're like, okay, we need to get this swab. Oh, it's, a, it's a tissue. It's, oh. a, um, uh, it's a tissue box. It's, wait, oh, no, 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 you're right. You're right. Sorry. You're right. It's a cell phone, 35. Because yeah. I don't think they, they tested the tissue box. Okay, so right. okay, now the cell phone. It doesn't matter. It's the same process. It, it seriously doesn't matter. Just to help you. I'm okay. wrong. It's over. David's innocent. <laughs> He's guilty. He's guilty. So now they're coming up, and they have this, and they're like, okay, we need to get a sample. The tech comes up and says, okay, they pull out their swab, correct? They take it, they unwrap it, and they're like, okay, since this is dried blood, they have to now use a saline type solution, something to wet that swab. Then they take that swab and you're going to wipe it onto the surface of that cell phone, wherever it is you're going to collect your sample. If it's on the screen, if it's on the side, if it's on the back, doesn't matter. You're swiping that. And as you're swiping that, you're not only touching the blood, but you're now touching the surface of the cell phone. Do you understand that part? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now you get that. They've now collected their sample. They've marked it, say, okay, this is 35-1, whatever the case may be. Well, or 35. We now have 35. And so they take that and they run it off to the lab. The lab now takes this. They open up this, this little thing. They plop it into their machine. And it starts to now pull out DNA codes, right? And then from there is when they're like going, um, if it's only one person involved, it will come up as a single source. They'll go, ah, okay. There's only here, and it's only from the DNA, and it obviously is coming from the blood. Now, if it comes back as a mixture of two or more contributors to that sample, and what that means is within that sample, they somehow picked up um, either skin cells or whatever from the surface that was swabbed along with the blood that was collected. And this is where people are getting confused. Um, so now they've, they've picked up um, uh, two or more people. And sometimes, though, it could be someone else's blood mixed in with their blood, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But okay. this, it, so it is. On, so when they say on page 20, 26 of the 40 page BCA lab results, when they say the DNA results are as followed, some of it is blood, some of it isn't. No, Sorry. what they're saying is they collected some of it from blood, some and they some get swabbed area. But again, uh, okay, so if you have an area, like say uh, you have 35 with obvious blood, correct? And then you have, like, let's say, item 57 because it says no blood detected. They swabbed both of these surfaces, correct? Mm -hmm. So you have 35, and then you have 35-1 and 57-1. And so the swab from 35-1 comes back as um, single source, right? Mm -hmm. DNA, or, or source that's indicated as female. And with 57, I think 57 does not say mixture of two or more. 
Um, uh, let me pull up my, my report here. So I, I'm no, uh, 57 is male DNA. Okay, so let's not do that one. Let me get, um, uh, let me, which one? Okay. Okay, we'll do um, the, the um, oh my God, speak here, the magazine. <laughs> We'll do the okay. magazine and one B dash one. Yes, one B dash one, and then also the um, the cell phone. So thirty five dash one. And so with the the mixture of the two or more, with that we know that they clearly swabbed blood on both instances. We know that we swabbed the blood, but at the same time they're applying pressure and they're picking up whatever was included in whoever else's DNA is in there and so i was trying to find a good example that didn't have blood look at uh, 38 oh no no yes that was yes thank you perfect example 38 push keys yeah, from, that from, let's do that perfect thank you so we'll do 35 and 38 35 we know is blood 38 we know there wasn't blood detected we know that because um and sophia's got a whole bunch of slides put together and we'll be covering this um in our next video but there's no blood visible, so they swab the keys. And now when they're swabbing those keys, they're coming up. When they run their test, it's a mixture of two or more individuals. But on um, that, they could only for sure include um, Kamel, but they could not exclude anyone. But they know that uh, the major profiles do not match David or Rania. But yet it still has a mixture of two or more individuals with that one. And with the cell phone, um, number 35, same thing. They have a mixture of two or more individuals. Some of that DNA was the obvious DNA that came from the blood. The other DNA had to have come from the surface of the phone, but we know that didn't belong to David. And when they refer to major profile, they're referring back to the victims that they took the blood from. Mm -hmm. And so if Kamel and David had popped positive for that mixture, then they both would have been named in those major profiles. But David was excluded from the cell phone. Yes. Which but they still had a mixture of two or more individuals. Well, it's the weird part because that's his cell phone too. Exactly. And that's yeah. kind of where we're saying that the whole big kafah is because it's like, it's his cell phone. His DNA should have been one of the major contributors to mm -hmm. that mixture, right. but yet it, he's excluded. So, so it had to have been wiped. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Wiped. And then someone else who was handling that, um, they can't uh, say they cannot exclude um, let's see, where is it? They, with number... They cannot exclude 0.002%. Okay, 35. I'm looking at, um, with 35, David is excluded, but Rania cannot be excluded. She mm -hmm. was not included, and they couldn't even get a full match, but they're saying she can't be excluded. Right, so and neither can Kamel, right? We all, yeah. So, but we know it's David's phone, and he... He's the only one that's excluded. But we're going back now to the blood and how they gather and how you're finding the DNA. Are you, did I explain that? So that it, once you touch a surface 
and with that swab and you're collecting a blood sample not only you're collecting the blood that's on there but you're collecting any other sample that was left prior to that blood landing on that surface i think that's the most important thing that people need to understand when they read these 40 pages yes and the nuclear dna is not just testing blood it is testing anything with a nucleus in it so any cell with a nucleus in it which is the human body portion of your body yes so it could be hair it could be skin it could be saliva it could be uh it could be semen it could be sweat it could be anything yes except I don't know. I heard that urine doesn't have it, but I well, yes, urine does that. not contain um, a new. It doesn't have DNA because there's no nucleal cells within that. But yes. So if somebody could have pissed on these three bodies, and it wouldn't show up. <laughs> is what you're saying. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. The the main. I was doing a little trolling there, but thank you for that. Thank you for explaining that. Um, I mean, the main thing is like what William was saying. Like, okay, it's 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 his cell phone, right? Like, it's it's his laptop, it's his it notepad, is. it's his gun, it's his. It, these are his bullets that he sure. allegedly loaded into this gun. Um, it's his house. It's his house. It's it's everything. Um, the and other he's thing excluded from just about excluded. everything. Right. I mean, two two other things, I guess, is obviously they don't they're not using they're not testing anybody else. This to me was like the strangest thing. It makes more sense when you read the DNA results of why they wanted to make sure that they wanted to make it very very clear. We only need to look at David Kamel and his wife. We don't we don't need to test anybody else. Right. Can you imagine if they would have tested and other, they, other people? Um, yeah, and they who, who knows? They absolutely should have because of the amount of people that go in and out of that house. They should have excluded all of the visitors and all of the close people who were within their realm. And only, I mean, that's what good science would do. Not because you're going to say, okay, I need your, your samples because I think you're guilty. It's like, I need your samples to help rule out because we've got stuff we need to make sure that we, we've, we've covered all of our P's and Q's. And the thing to remember that when they're saying... Um, is not to be expected among uh, an unrelated individual. They're only comparing the test against unrelated people. They did not run any test against related people. Those right. are two separate tests. So that's, that's what makes those ones stand out. And because it, 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 they're not they're not consistent on that either. On some of these, they really make sure to say that it's only ninety nine point nine percent. But on some others, they don't. Yeah, and they're, they're very easy to say, uh, uh, again, 99.999% of the general population of an unrelated person. Well, show me that same percentage against a related individual. Right. Now, well, what, even the general population, they, they, they don't have my DNA. They're not testing me. How, who, what, how are they saying? How do they come to that conclusion? And why do they put that in here and only put it in here with some of these? Well, again, you, ha- you have to... <laughs> Oh, it's part of the computer program. It, it is no, not. I, I know we've, we've talked about this. I just want you to, to explain it again. Okay, I'm going to explain this to you. Here's the thing. Everybody has a certain number of alleles and how these alleles are arranged. And within your own spectrum, when they're looking underneath the microscope at David's and Kamel's 
and then Rania's, and they compare those, and they find matches within that. Mm. Now they're looking at samples, and so the sample is close enough to them that it doesn't match them. But because of its closeness, you can guarantee it's not going to be a stranger. Is basically what they're saying. So okay. that's this is why I'm saying why didn't they test related individuals so we could see the comparison of what the blood work would look like with a related person versus an unrelated person because I think most people would go yeah the general population it's safe to say wasn't there but that doesn't mean that somebody else wasn't well speaking on that because then you've got the genetic you know alibi almost if you will uh, saying you know okay this person wasn't there okay chances are it's not this person here but then what about, since we're talking about that, what about like actually, you know, after hearing certain people's statements, you know, for instance, we had Chris Peck and how that, oh, this is, you know, this is what happened here. Well, they already proved that, okay, well, through the cell phone information, he didn't make that call, so he lied. And then you've got Danny August Mason is who he pushes it to. And then he's got a whole story and he makes some lies about it. Then he pushes to... Um, to Mitch Heil. So you've got this whole thing where they just, they're, they're pushing in a certain direction. They have Klein, they, yeah, the Klein issue. Right, and they're, and they're straight up lying. So why wouldn't they go and check their alibi? That would be my question there. Because at that point, now you got to go and double check some things. Why wouldn't they do that? Because they feel they already have their suspects. But why not go and double check the lies? doesn't make any sense. I'm probably scared of what they might find, but they are. I mean, but at that point, they already have their 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 suspect, and it sounds like they were told they're you know they're not going to use any resources to look into anything else because they already have who who they think did this, and that's 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 one of the most troubling things right there. Right. Is that they they spend all of their research, every, all the documents, everything like that, is time spent to try to prove David Crowley guilty, and they fail. At right. no time do they ever even attempt to look at any other suspects. So when they say at the very end of this document, the reason why they think David Crowley is guilty because they couldn't find any other suspects, it is it is a slap in, in the face to everybody because they never looked for any other suspects. Right. Um, I'd like to go on to item 38. to talk, We're talking about staged crime scenes, but unless anyone else unless has anything else on this. Oh no, I'm, I'm going to So that is one of the biggest things. That's one of the things that really stood out to me when we got the 464 photos. Item 38 is the um, the gun safe, and I don't know if if you have that image or not, or if you yeah. can pull that that up. But um, it is one of the strangest one of the strangest things. This is to me. It looks like it, this does not look like a double murder suicide. To me, this looks like. Something happened. Somebody was trying to break into their house. They popped that thing open, pulled out the gun, and it it was was on. Um, the thing that bothers me about it all this being a staged crime scene is that if if it's staged, which I do believe on many multiple levels, however you want to look at it, it's staged. You can argue who staged it, but why is this open? If these are hired killers, if these are professional killers, I don't believe that they're, they're going to leave this thing open. Mm-hmm. I mean, this to me, and this is Kamel. 
this is on her side of, of the bed, most most likely. I, I believe that, too. Um, but this has her DNA, right, on it, and um, there's a mixture of two. Somebody else's DNA is, is on this. So even if somebody else is opening this, is doing this, why keep it open? Why not keep keep it shut? What is the how is that that's always bothered me about some of the stage things some of the things that are staged that I see are just it's almost like you're trying to create a conspiracy you're trying to create all of these many rabbit holes for people to follow down to confuse them to get them to focus on these things um, and not really look even the way that they number this 40 43 here like you know, right there it's not 43 it's 43 in a different because there, it's 43 I think in the property and and evidence um, but someone someone from my fan club a long time ago was like well they don't even have the actual numbers right or anything it's like there's lots of different sets of crime scene numbers so that's well, why you'll see they, so. yeah they do have them right it's just one like you said one is going through the property and collection so like apple valley has their sequence of numbers and then when they because they list things that they either look at or, or notice or take and then you've got the bca who then goes through their numbers and they're numbering things as they're sampling and, and taking you know stuff like that right yeah, I think item item thirty eight is related to the to the to the DNA. Item forty three is related to the actual gun safe. So, uh, but the, it, it's probably because it's, it's part all of coming the from the same thing. But they're two different entities using their own numbering system, so they can track what they're doing. It's the, just that simple. Yeah, I think it's all from the Dakota count or um. Yeah, maybe maybe it's different. No, does one list, and then the the BCA has their own list. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, well, the, the Apple Valley does the property, the correct evidence and property, correct. right? And the BCA does their own. But thing. see, the question but is, this is a, this is strange because of the um um. There's another magazine, but the real strange thing, and we've talked about this, um, but for anyone who has not heard about this. The, the uh, keys being in there is a no-no. You never put the keys in there. And that's another thing. If you're staging this thing, if you're doing this, I don't understand why the keys are there. There's just so many weird things uh, about this gun safe that has that has bothered me. Well, and the question is, does this, do any of these keys actually go? And it does up here, but uh, what do those other keys go to? Maybe this key, this key was meant, to, uh, these were meant to stay in here and maybe they just I mean, there's a lot of things. But we had we had we had looked that up in a, in a previous. I think you were on that show, William, maybe too. Um, I think you were. Probably. Uh, it was it was it was it was a while ago. But um, the, the 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 keys match the shape of the keys and everything did match the the manual. I think you were the one who pulled up who found the actual manual yeah. for it, and we kind of went through that, and the keys looked exactly the same. So right. obviously, we didn't we didn't take the keys and test them to confirm that but they were pretty much the same size and everything and um yeah this key right here yeah. looks like that's the one that goes in here question yeah, is what do these other keys go to yeah and locks would, and things like that probably the, the um there's a couple locks in the um uh in david's david's car in the trunk of, of his car right so that's, that's that be for that that's my thoughts so but the thing is is where did where did the murder weapon come from was this in the well, gun safe? They say it came from here. 
And they say it came from this safe. Exactly. So the thing is, though, is we're not seeing David's blood or DNA anywhere. So we're looking at somebody who is wiping everything down. We don't see... We see his blood on the magazine, but nowhere else. Um, yeah, I mean, so we got weird, weird things going on with that. So, question is, is like, was the gun just, you know, were they, were they killed before this actually occurred, and then they were shot, or, or were they, um, they killed with that gun, and then they just opened this, or like they put it in here? Or I don't know. They did something, right? I mean. I, th- I do agree. This does look like some kind of a weird rabbit hole. It was just like why it, it stays to make it seem like, but it's like, okay, so David goes here, he grabs the gun and shoots everybody and leaves everything open. Like, I don't know. It's just, and it, it fits in with the crazy theory, I guess, where he went crazy, he snapped, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, it looks more like Kamel was trying to pr- protect her and trying to protect her, her family. Right here, I don't know. That's and what that's I was. Fun, yeah, and see, that's the funny thing. If they want to go with the narrative, it was Kamel who grabbed the gun. Right. Right. And yeah. So if she's the one yeah. who grabbed the gun, is she the one that just kind of? I mean, that's that's the only thing is is we'd have to go down. And then why is her DNA? Her DNA is not on the gun, right? Right. <laughs> but her but her DNA is on the gun safe. Right. So yeah, we can. Oh, let me bring that up right here. Handgun. Um, no, it's just David and Rania. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense. There, but it's, yeah, no. Yeah, and that's, that's the part that's... Nothing makes sense. Right. That's the only up. thing it's... that makes sense, right, is nothing Yeah, no, that's... that's, that's and it's frustrating. Right. It is. But the thing is, is like, so if you have her opening the gun safe, then was she taken all of a sudden and David got, got away and got the gun and, you know, just happened to just grab it in a certain way that, oh, his DNA is not anywhere... But, you know, then, you know, he does everything there's else. There's the missing DNA. That's the, the problem is there's missing DNA. So if there's, DNA, if, there's some, if there's a mixture of two or more on that gun. Um, I just want to throw something out there real quick uh, when you're done. Yeah. Just, yeah, just when you're done. No, it's, no okay. I mean, on the, on the actual trigger, mm-hmm. there's a mixture of two or more people. Right. Um, one of those is David. But it does not match Kamel, right? Mm-hmm. So, like you said, unless it's Rania or something, yeah. it doesn't matter. Rania snapped and just you enough. have somebody else. Had enough. <laughs> With the magazine, it's kind and of magic the same bullets thing. And, yeah, you know you, you don't have, have a magazine. It's probably yeah. those uh, those My Little Ponies and uh, their magic, their pony magic that did all this. I mean, David did take a picture, and there was, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there was one up on the kitchen counter. Maybe it was that pony magic, you know. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, when it comes down to this, just thinking on this here, what happens if, is we know that was it was, I believe it was David's right hand that was missing, and then it was both of Kamel's hands, and then all of Rania's right arm. Right arm. So if we're looking at both Kamel's hands are gone. Now just 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 bear with me here for a second. It's it's out there. But with whoever staged this, I mean it wouldn't surprise me in the least if they did this. But what happens if the hands were actually used that way to actually set the rest of the crime scene up? That's why they took the hands. Well, that would fall in line to me. That would fall in line with the theory they were killed some somewhere else. Bingo. These things they had to be removed, et cetera, et cetera. 
and it, it i mean it takes us down other rabbit holes right and but I, I, I think i think some people really want us to go down these different rabbit holes um which is why i really try to keep my focus on you know maybe to a fault um on just what do they use to prove they were probably guilty and at some point it becomes a broken record because you have to move on from that right because there is nothing that proves he's guilty well exactly but so for the the next part of it would be to just start okay well what is what exactly sets this scenario up and of actually what happened and i think that's where it goes down is there's you know we have some of these rabbit holes but this with a staged crime scene and i'm sure catherine and sophia will probably agree with me i'm sure all of you guys will probably agree with me on this when it comes down to that, then you've also, now we have to kind of isolate what exactly happened. You know, we have to kind of figure out, okay, well, they set this, this scene up this way, but how did it actually occur? And we've got no blood at the crime scene. The trash was taken out and we've got the actual trash schedule and when they would have come to pick it up. So we're looking at, if I'm not mistaken, I believe, uh, let's see, where was that? I think that was like... Do, 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 do. Where did I put that? No, While you're looking for that, can I set something real quick about the photo we just left about the safe? Sure. Because I, I was waiting for Sophia to say it, but she didn't. Because she was looking in the reports, and she found in within the reports where it states that there was no blood in the master bedroom at all. Right. And um, so that means, by process of elimination, it means that they were not collecting blood off of that safe. So it had to have been from her handprints that were left behind. So the DNA she left when she opened that safe. Right. All of the written reports from the BCA um, file request, none of them mention blood whatsoever well, for why, item why 38. Any, why would any idiot claim anything that there was Kamel's blood? Kamel is the victim here. Why would there ever be her, why would she have her own blood here? That makes absolutely no well, sense. No, it goes back to, to the, blood. They, don't, they don't understand that DNA comes from more than just blood. So if the term DNA is used automatically in their brain, it's blood. So blood <laughs> happens. And I said, oh my God, I can't, if I could pound okay. it into their heads, I'd do it. <laughs> how would her blood get there? How would she get blood on her, her own hands? I, I don't I don't understand any of it. Okay. Yeah, thank you. It's but but because they say DNA, they're like, oh, it's her blood. And it's like, there's no blood there. There's no blood there. <laughs> so, right. But even if it is her blood, then she bled her, herself or she cut herself and then went into the gun safe. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, and again, this is this is why it's so frustrating how I, I know between Sophie and I, I swear to God, if we could take a stupid stick and smack people with it, we would. Because it's like, I don't know how many times you have one person has to be told DNA in <laughs> more than just blood. It's on your, it's in the skin cells. You, when you touch something, you were leaving your DNA behind. So when she touched that safe to open it, she left her DNA there. And they can't comprehend that. The minute they're like, oh, they found her DNA. So see, there was blood. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I, I, you can't fix stupid. Absolutely. They clearly state on page 23, there is no blood in the master bedroom. And then in the BCA uh, lab request reports, Joe Cooksley 
briefly talks about that. And then he says there's nothing forensically uh, of value in the child's bedroom either. That's right. So, you know, I mean, it's right there in black and white. There's no blood. You would so, just have to read the documents for yourself in order to figure that out. Oh, kind of shows maybe they have. God forbid. Yeah. Right. Well, if they're going to be my fan club, they need to start reading these documents. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Something wrong here. I mean, how lazy, right? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of things that that group is not doing. Or any of these people that are, you know, Greg's fans, they're not doing. You know, they're not. They don't do their due do their due diligence when it comes to checking on things. You know, for instance, you know. Okay, so why isn't there any blood? Of course, I'm sure they've got some stupid reason as to why there's no blood at the crime scene. Probably probably along the lines of paleolictal, I'm sure. I'm sure either that or, you know, just somehow when they were doing their, di you know, their little jig, you know, when they were uh, with, with their bodies moving, uh, they maybe they just bust out a mop and some bleach maybe, you know, cleaned it all up. I don't know. They probably I don't got know. Some I mean, no, they didn't do that either because the officers specifically mentioned that they didn't smell any chemical smells. Ah, see. Oh. So when they were doing their jig, it had to have been water. <laughs> I guess it did. I yeah. mean, how else did they get all that blood out of the carpet before, you know? Hey, that explains why the music was on, right? <laughs> yeah, even though that even though that speaker died probably a long time, the speakers only last for the maximum ten, twelve hours. Right. So after that, it's it's dead and gone so that has no relevance the music no playlist intended. to me has absolutely no relevance for anything right um i, I mean if if you could see when the, when that music playlist started and stuff like that that's some hardcore data um, some hardcore meta metadata if, if you could get that but i mean they just there's just so much speculation and so you know that music playlist was used in eric nelson's film too i mean mm -hmm. it was crazy like you're actually using, you're saying this guy killed his family and you're going to play that song at the end of this movie? Right. That's some really weird stuff going on. I mean, these are just Satanists to me. They're just, just very some evil, evil people. So it doesn't shock me sense. that my so, fans really have no idea what they're talking about. What they're, That's why nobody really pays a, a, attention to them. But well, they tried it. They keep trying. They keep trying, so keep on trying. There's nothing wrong with keep that. Keep on trucking. You know, it's a it's a free <laughs> keep on trucking. It's a free country. <laughs> so I mean, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to think, they seem more focused on Lori right right now. That she's gonna, I don't know, she's, she's coming after all all of them or something like the Terminator. And, she is. Uh, she is. Crazy stuff going on with them. And it's like, dude, you guys. So, you know, we got, um, these are, are the same people that were like, why are, why are they making videos that are saying we're not going to kill ourselves and stuff like that, which Dan did mm -hmm. a long time ago. Um, I've said it on, on multiple streams and everything like, okay, well, why are you worried that somebody's going to come to your, to your house over the David Crowley case? That's not going to happen. No, if, if it was true, I'll, I'll definitely tell you if, if if I hear anything like that, believe me, those people would not be part of, of the group. I would not associate with anyone who would do, want to do any violence to that. I don't even just need to say that to any of of you or to anybody in our group because I know they're not going to do any violence. We're not violent people. These are just these are. I mean, this just shows how insane some of these people are, and they make it all about them when 
should be all about me, right? For my, <laughs> my clubs, really should be. Hey, that should sounds be like you're getting jealous there, of Lori but, now. <laughs> I am, actually. Yeah, like, what the heck, you know? So, um, but, I mean, that's all fun. It, it's all fun in games. It's, it's all trolling. Um, but, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. Well, when it really comes, comes down to it, like, this is not uh, about you. Anything that I've said about where I know that where people live that is specifically for people that are relevant that would mean people that have contacted me people that have threatened me that means people that have um reached out to me that have tried you know to dox me and things like like that but these other people are not even relevant see he's still kicking he's still standing (laughs) it's just it's, it's not gonna have nothing to worry about Okay, it's not, you don't have to worry about anything like that. Um, so the, yeah, my only thing where where I talked about where I know people people live, the only people that I know where they live are the people that are, are these gray state goons. They don't, they're the only ones that are that are really relevant. Um, when I think about my hater, they should be my biggest fans, really. And the, and they were, because they're the ones who started this whole thing. They're the ones who reached out to me. I didn't reach out to them. I didn't reach out to Sean Wright. I didn't reach out to Hendrix. I didn't reach out to Danny August Mason. They reached out to me. So when I talk about where I know where people live, these are the people I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anybody else. They're not relevant. These are the only three relevant people that I find very, very shady and their actions are very suspect and um, just very, very strange. The way that they would treat somebody who was just looking into this case, you know, and then would kind of act like they were my friend, act like they were cool, act like things were were fine and do the bait and switch. Right. Um, You know, Sean was a little more upfront Mason Hendricks was a little more sneaky about it and more respectful. Mason Hendricks has never threatened me. I can I can say that, you know. Um, well, just just to kind was, of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> no, that's it. I'll, I'll, I'll keep ranting. So, <laughs> so <I> mean, my, <laughs> the one thing I think we could probably all agree, this is um, if this is truly government-related, something like this... Um, some, you know, I'm sure all of us probably would have been targeted for all sorts of other kinds of damages and all this kind of stuff by now, I'm sure. Um, because at this point, we've already been able to prove, I mean, we can, we can without a doubt say David didn't do it. It's impossible. Um, but, I, I mean, I think that's one of those other really weird things because this is like, well, he was looking into, you know, the occult and he's looking into New World Order type of activity and things like this and plans and agendas and all this. You know, he's talking to people like Alex Jones. I think that that's that's another thing that was being pushed as well, which is I think that was all kind of like a uh, smoke and mirrors type of scenario. Mm. You know, I me personally, yeah, I don't yeah. lean no, on this as right. this was like, you know, some government conspiracy. No, I don't think so. Um, there is there is stuff there that it, it's there's a lot of smoke and mirrors with this case. I think that's when it comes to the stories, um, the statements that were said. Um, the documentary that came out, because there's no reason that documentary even needed to even take place, really. Uh, anybody that watches that, yeah, you're going to get some stuff, and they really try to do their, their damnedest to to really push that David's guilty. But really, if you if anybody that's got any any just basic critical thinking skills, right, 
you're going to see this, this movie doesn't make any sense. This doesn't prove anything like David's guilty. Yeah, and this was a different era with the whole YouTube thing. So we were seeing a lot of videos uh, that people were coming out and just saying, yeah, David, you know, that, that the government killed him. Right. And a lot of us got thrown into that same camp. It was like, well, now if you're even questioning it, and I don't know if these people who were saying that, I, I feel like they were just, that's what they do, and then they move on to other cases. Right. They're not really, you know, they're not, you don't hear them talking about it now. A lot of them have no idea, even some of the simple facts on this case, but they do that with all of these cases, which is not good. It is not good to just jump in because you want to be right because you want to be first. You right. know, I don't care about that. The only thing that, that I that I care about is whatever the, the truth is, I want to make sure that people have access to it. Whatever the documents are, whatever research that we can help people, I want to make sure they have access to it. I don't care if they believe that I'm right or if I'm if I'm wrong. It it does not matter to me. It's not going to change my view. It's not going to change anything that I'm doing. But I know that that's what helps me is having access to documents, having access to research, is having good conversations like we're all having now. That's what helps me grow. That's what helps me with with this case, you know, not just a, a little fanfare thing. <laughs> and so um, with with Alex Jones, we didn't get any of that. He didn't he didn't really say anything. He several times people tried to bring it up. He, he wasn't going to talk about the David Crowley case. That was another strange thing, too, that really stuck out to me. That kind of made me, you know, that's what I started to wonder. Well, maybe this is bigger than just his movie. Maybe this is bigger than just, you know, people that he, he knew. Maybe there is really something here. And I still don't know. You know, I that's like I tell you guys all the time. I'm still on phase phase one seven years later. I may right. be here 77 years later, right here on phase one, with just making sure that people un understand that there are a lot of us out here that think David Crowley did not do this. And we have the evidence to back that up. Now, a lot of people don't focus on that, right? Our haters, my fan club, things like mm -hmm. that, they don't focus on, on that because that would really prove them wrong. Right. right? So they just nit nitpick at all these other things. Catherine, Sophie, you guys got anything to say about any of that or... I'm way off topic, by the way. I'm sorry about that. I know we're it's supposed okay. to be talking about <laughs> it's okay. crimes. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> we got more about about what proves, you know, the, the crime scene was was staged. If we can move on to the to to item eight to the item knife. Eight. Okay, let's go to item eight. I'm good with that. This is another weird one. Like, mm -hmm. if you're staging a perfect crime scene. The gun safe doesn't make sense. A lot of this doesn't, right? You don't leave the back door open. If you're going to stage a perfect crime scene or anything well, like that. So this is obviously not that case. But item eight is very interesting. Well, see, for me, when it, well, just, just to kind of just segue just real quick, just for a second. The thing that doesn't make any sense about that, too, is, I mean, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with if there was frozen bodies and things like this, potentially, or just um, bodies that had been cooled. They'd been, like, in a cooler or something, just dropped back off. Having that door open is going to keep that temperature kind of flowing around. And it's going to, even then with, since we got the temperature gauge there, I mean, I'm not 100% sure if they had a sensor, but I would assume they probably did, um, had a sensor. So anytime it dropped below a certain temperature, it'd kick on. Um, 
I'm pretty sure that's how theirs, theirs was set up. So if it dropped below a certain temperature, it would just kick on to go and get the house back to that temperature. So you're, you're gonna be looking at a fluctuating temperature. So you could be looking at thaw time actually being like kind of erratic. Maybe if it's set to hold at, at 68. Right, so <clears throat> basically we come down to that temperature. So any kind of gust going in the house that would reduce the temperature, it would kick the heat on again. Yeah, we haven't talked much. I'd like to, later on. I'd like to talk more about the the dust around the house, especially in those other other rooms. For yeah, that's a fair point. I don't think I've actually even looked Wait, at what? Dust. Wait, yeah, what dust. Like... I I can't hear you. You went in and out. I think you wanted to talk about the dust after. Oh, I think that's that's okay. an interesting one. I've never actually looked at the dust in the house. I mean, if I'm being honest, I've never really actually looked at that. Like, that's that's an interesting one right there. Um, but you know, before we get too off track, we can get right back on the. Well, I mean, you, you could look at because I know we're moving on from the gun safe, but the, you could look at the dust on the gun safe. Yeah. And look at the dust on the desk or or on the area around the gun oh, safe. Oh, dust. Yeah. Dust. Yeah. Not desk. I kept hearing yeah. desk for some reason. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, because when Greg was talking, he he was going in and out for me, and I wasn't getting the whole conversation. Right. Yeah, I've been okay. having some some major Wi-Fi issues today. So. Mm. No, it's all good. I get it. Mine's been kind of in and out too. I'm sure. I mean, you have a good point here about the dust, too, is that we're looking at that, which I think this is right here. You can see there's definitely clear fingers. It looks like somebody kind of rushed to kind of, you got their hand up there, and they're just like, bam, 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 you know, but we know this is, you can see there's one, it looks like one finger kind of, it really hit down or slipped there or something um, right over in this area. Um, there's no dust up here on top of these keys, it doesn't really look like, but you got right here these little smudge marks, it looks like. I mean, that's an interesting thing, you know, going after dust and actually taking a look at it. So, like, what exactly happened? We can always potentially look at a potential action that occurred. And even then right here, too, the dust isn't super heavy. This is weird. This where these are all places. Yeah. There's, like, the dust here. We're seeing it's not... It looks like there's just mm -hmm. a little bit of buildup. A little bit of buildup. Somebody was touching it. Right, and see, so you've got this right here. There's no dust, but there's clear. There's a lot of dust in this area. All this, that's interesting. That's a good find there, Greg. I've never looked at that, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, there's there's some other photos that kind of give you um, the actual keys and everything too, and and even the whole cabinet where this where this thing is, is on. But um, this is not the only strange place with dust, but hey, <laughs> if you're looking for something to look into, Check out the the dust in some of these rooms here, and Consider it done. it's pretty interesting. Now I got now you've got me on dust. I got to go look at the dust. Now. Yeah, check out check out the dust in David's office bedroom too. But okay. anyways, we can move on from that. I'm gonna let Will handle that rabbit hole. I have way too many. So. Oh, don't worry. I'll definitely handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very very curious about it. So, 
Um, but yeah, the, the knife. We'll get we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. So that's that's a you have a very very good point with the knife. Oh, then. you want to know a different rabbit hole? Oh yes yes. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put you on this one because I like I said I have a nest of them to go down. <laughs> All right, I'm good. I'm good. Kitchen table. Okay. Look at the kitchen table for the very okay in November. For the um, the, the day one journal, mm-hmm. and then look at that kitchen table. Right. When uh. Okay. Right. What? No, no. I know what you're talking about. It's they got the same paper towel. Well, I'm mean, I, I, probably not on the same rabbit hole. No. So. Oh, she tried to no, send no. down this rabbit hole the other day, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't think so. This girl keeps coming yeah! up. Right. I'm like, nope. I'm listening. And I I told Catherine, I was like, we're working on enough crap right now, but I was looking for something specific, and then this just popped out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, crap, we already have enough. Okay. What are you seeing there? No, there's better photos of that table, by the way. Oh, is there? Okay. Uh, There's the My Little Pony. Um, There's the paper towels. There's this weird... Mm, okay. Here. How many chairs are there? Uh, there's three chairs, now four. And there should have been four because in the day one journal there was four. Yeah. All That's the way it. through the end of it, there's four chairs. Okay. There's always four chairs. I know where we can get a better picture. Let's see. Backdoor area. I think I have it going from here. I think. So you okay. guys get to find the fourth chair. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Where the hell would the fourth chair be? It, I think it's by the uh, garage door. Is it? Let's see. <clears throat> but like going into the garage door? No. I never really pay attention to that room with the fireplace. Yeah, there's nothing um, back there. This is the hey, kitchen wait, table. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, right there? That's the kitchen table. Uh, no, hold on. Yeah, that's that black bag over there, right there yeah. by the water bottles. What's in that? It looks like trash to me. Could that have been their wrapping paper from their Christmas present? That's what I think. Yeah, that's possible. That definitely looks like it. And they didn't open it? They don't even mention it. That's weird. No. They Which, why, why would this be Christmas. in here, though? But that's the thing. That doesn't make any sense. Well, unless they're just recycling it, which I mean, I can kind of understand that, but then you know, you gotta look at like maybe he's taking it out yet. That may give us a time, a good timeline of when exactly. unless they're in the process of taking things down and throwing things away, right? Which they definitely are. If you look at their um, that kitchen table, not that kitchen, the kitchen island table, and um, their stockings, you can see that their stockings are, are down, so obviously. They were already to me. That they'd already opened their Christmas presents. Yeah, I mean, you don't take your stockings down before Chris before Chris Christmas Day. I don't think any of them died before Christmas Day. Mm-mm, no, no, I mean, even after. I mean, yeah, we even talked about New this. Year's or something. Yeah, we Sometimes we talked we about keep this. Ours up. Yeah, we've talked about this like last week. Uh, last weekend, we we spoke about this in a discussion about the the time frame. I mean, we're looking. It's. I mean, if you look at just how the if you exclude. The chance for cooling and all this kind of stuff uh, for slower decomp time, then yeah, then we could we'd be looking roughly around 
I think it was January 7th, I think it is, something like this. Uh, we're looking at about the 10-day range at most. Um, but it, then you've got other things that we could be looking at potentially, is if there was cooling or freezing, um, then we could be, it would still, we're, we're looking at the time frame is still after Christmas Day. Because, well, the Christmas presents are done, and then even then, I mean, like, we don't usually take, well, actually, I take it back, our Christmas stockings, yeah, those are done Christmas Day. Uh, <laughs> nobody takes those down Christmas Eve or anything no. like that before. Mm-mm. No, I mean, it's Christmas Day, and then people take them to their rooms. Well, I mean, you know, some people, I don't know. That's how I always was. My kids, no, we, we take the stockings. They don't need all that damn Christmas sugar. morning. Christmas morning, maybe because you're emptying them out and everything, you know. So I can mm-hmm. see that, but not not Christmas Eve. There's right. no way they die on on the 24th, and that's best case scenario. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other issue. It's, I mean, I would argue it's it's it would have to at least been if we include freezing time and all this kind of stuff. We're looking at at least um, Christmas Day. But I would still argue probably not. I think it's probably, it would have to be after Christmas because generally, I mean, the family themselves, they were saying they're, they're doing something different. They're just kind of staying home. Um, they're doing their own thing for Christmas. So that's, I mean, well, I mean, that was for the Christmas party, I suppose. But still, regardless, I mean, they made it pretty abundantly clear. They're kind of just keeping themselves. And then David's saying the same thing, you know, through his journal. This whole time, he's basically just keeping to himself. Um, then of course you get the weird statements from the friends. The only one we can actually really account that actually did sign anything and actually did anything. Well, we already know that through the contracts and everything it was Mitch Heil. Um, I mean, you get there's all sorts of different rabbit holes we can go down and, and all the different. Things oh, there is even with that, even with that kitchen table. I, I know the uh, uh, chair is definitely something to look into. Um, yeah. Her backpack, actually, Rania's backpack and things like that, like. If school ended on the 19th and the backpack is still there, all that stuff is still still there, I don't know. I mean, that was one of the things where I thought, well, maybe something weird happened. Maybe the host- a hostage situation very well. yeah, could, have, very well could have started as early as the, the, the 19th. I don't know. Or was she getting in the backpack ready to go back to school? Right. No, because she wouldn't have went back to school until a, a couple weeks. So that wouldn't have been until January. No, I mean, late she January, could have, yeah, maybe. She, well, she, well, sure. School Unless that's already, what you mean. That maybe. Yes, her school that's is, what I mean. I, I see. You know, because if, it, if you're looking at not the narrative, but what the evidence is showing, and the body's not being there until the first week of January, so she would have been getting ready to go back to school at that time, so they would get the backpack and start getting it ready, but then something happened to stop that from occurring. Yeah, we'd be looking. I mean, uh, Cyprus is calling the 13th, so we'd be looking We'd be looking at least the 12th at that point if she got getting her backpack ready, which would make sense if she was getting her backpack ready for the following day, which is the 13th. Uh, let's see, I got the calendar here 13th falls on a tuesday so we'd be probably looking at a monday so the 12th so we're looking at like the 11th is what we'd be looking at so really we can actually adjust the time frame because that backpack is a good that's a good call right there because then we did we even get i don't think we got any information what was in the backpack but it's a kid's backpack obviously and we can assume chances are it's probably her school stuff 
if that's her school stuff, it doesn't make any sense to have it out there, you know, three, four days before, you know, because that's where they eat dinner, right? You'd assume. Um, maybe they didn't for a few days, who knows, but still having that backpack there, you know, for like two weeks doesn't make any sense. Um, you'd assume they probably had dinner on top of that. We already know that they were, they had been cooking because there's a curry up on the stove. But then you have to ask yourself, okay, uh, what about the plates? Were they actually in the dishwasher or not? I mean, there's all sorts of different things we'd have to go and answer for that. But I mean, I'm still getting at the oh, that's, thing. I, that's another, um, that's another one we have to cover if we're talking about what is staged and everything. The, the, uh, that whole dishwasher too. Yeah, no, the dishwasher is another really interesting one. And yeah, there was, there's plates in there. Yeah, you can see there's definitely looks like three plates. Um, there's let's... also soap. There's soap in there. Like it's ready to, to go. Right. They were, some, something happened that stopped them from doing what they would normally do. Right. Let's take a look at that. And plus, we've also got the, the hair color in here. Um, yep, let's see. What do we got in here in the dishwasher? We got one two three four five plates and they're they were eating it looks like curry as i mean you can go up on the stove and it, it shows curry um having light bulbs out that doesn't make any sense that's a little weird watch for the yellow cup the yellow cup moves too does it really the same moon photo it's there and then it's not there and then it's there again yep no kidding That's bizarre. It is. Why would they move the other thing? Because then when you start to see that things are moved throughout the whole place, then. <laughs> We're back at the yellow cup there. Yeah, I'm not convinced about that. <laughs> yeah, the yellow cup is there on that one. Let's see. I'm, I'm they, also, see they also opened the back door to try to make it look like what, what it would look like if it was one fourth inch. So they're moving right. things around. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. No, they should have taken a picture of that and just like, okay, you know, let's get a measurement here. Okay, let's open this much. Well, it's it, it's it's weird that they would take a photo of, of the back door um, closed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand that. And then later on they take it where it's even more open than one fourth inch. But the first responders, that's why it's like well, I, I really try to focus on what they said, on what they did, on their on their photos, because right. that really shows what the, you know, when they showed up, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are we sure the the chair from the kitchen is in like the basement? I didn't see it in the basement. There is a chair in the master bedroom, but it's not the same chair. Okay. Well, I'll go and run through here while we're, we're still talking. Because I know we still have the knife to talk about, so. <laughs> but that, I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be looking at these. I'm going to be looking at these rabbit holes for sure. And so we got, cup. yeah, so we got the kitchen table. What was the other one we were talking about? The dust. Um, the dust and Okay, go to photo forty four eleven. Uh, forty four eleven. It's in the yeah. BCA. Uh huh. Okay. And you'll see and exactly. The BCA what you're ones are better. Good eye, Sophia. Oh my gosh, girl, you need to be one of those puzzle people. 
<laughs> though. I mean, I had other people bring stuff to my attention, and I need to give them credit. Okay, well, whoever but, found that, good eye. Right. 4411. That was actually... Yeah, I can't believe we're back to the yellow cup there. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the thing is, there, there, I mean, it is that's a cool. good point. That's interesting is there's no yellow cup here, and that would have been right here. Yep, and it's not there. So where the hell did it go? <laughs> Ghost cup. And why? Guess yeah. maybe one of the officers got thirsty? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Takes their mask off. Oh, you know, let's not mind the smell. Let's take a drink here, you know. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, can, if, we, if, if an officer did that, other. straight up. <laughs> if you're looking for rabbit holes, we're doing this show on rabbit holes there. Um, look at what's on the refrigerator. There's there's another one. Um, things things are moving around there, too. Let's put it like that. But I don't know. The the yellow cup theory, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's still interesting. No, it's interesting. Oh, it's interesting. There's no reason why that cup should not have remained in that dishwasher. Right. It It, it could still be there, though. But it's not there. You can see as plain as day. It's the, in this one. It's right next to that um, brownish, whatever that water bottle type thing. And right. then you look at the other photo, and it is not there. That's bizarre. You clearly see the water bottle, but you definitely don't see the yellow. Right. That's bizarre. <laughs> that is blowing my mind I mean, right now. Greg is giving us crap about the yellow cup, but he clearly brought up the dust. That's true. <laughs> I'm not, not only not only did I bring up the dust, I'm going to bring up any uh, the uh, the black sharpie theory there. We're going to really go for it. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm all ears. Black sharpie that was moved <laughs> along with a bunch of other things that was um, underneath that gun safe and the shelf underneath the gun safe, and in other photos, it's on the ground so i think they're the moving towel, things from around. yeah i mean i don't think they're nefarious thing i think they're innocently moving things around the the, the the yellow cup could be another thing i really think it's just the camera angle no it's not the camera angle no you can see right here it's just two, two different cameras two different people bowl. doing no. two different cameras you they can find this bright yellow there. cup next to a bowl in, in, in another drinking cup when you clearly no. see the other drinking cup, but yellow's missing. Yeah, yeah so the bowl was actually yeah. over here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's I a different angle. It's a different. It has nothing to do with the angle. It has everything to do with what you can and cannot see. It's yeah. cl There's enough there. You should be seeing that yeah, yellow that, cup. It is the yellow cup there. should have been right here, yeah. And then this this bowl was actually sitting up more. And Greg poo-pooed those like years. I didn't poo-poo. No, I did not poo-poo <laughs> that. No, I have I have heard that theory for four or five years. And I did not poo-poo it. I'm just keep, keeping an open mind. Yeah, because it should have been. Yeah, like right here. I have not made. I have not docked you and made any videos on you because of the yellow cups. So we're okay. Start to feel a little Well, there's still time, I guess. Uh, Sophia fan club now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I'm starting up my own group now. <laughs> the Yellow Cup Fact and Fiction. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just don't call it That's two places at a time. Oh, God. We're doing death. I'm going to have my 
my photo instead of that weird eagle thing it's gonna be <laughs> the bohemian grove owl that's gonna oh, be my man. photo you guys gotta make some weird cup. phrase on there too there's an owl drinking from a yellow cup <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that seems pretty legit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's 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 a lot of weird things about there the movement and stuff, but um, so yeah, let's get to that knife. Let's definitely get to the knife now. <laughs> it's about time. Let's see. All right. Well, Greg, you brought it up, so I'll let you lead that. No, I just think there's something weird about that knife. The knife is 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 open. Um, it, that seems like a clear sign of a struggle. Um, somebody is struggling for that knife mm -hmm. in the DNA. You know, pull up that. We should at least see two people struggling for that for that knife. Um, and I think the other thing is, if somebody is staging this crime scene, a perfect crime scene, why would they leave it open unless they're scared of touching it? Right. That's a good point. But that knife being there. The knife should not be there. The knife is not mentioned in any of the hit pieces on David or anything like that. And it's really one of the, one of the things to me that really stands out. Um, aside from the, well, I think the next thing if we want to talk about is um, the bullet, the unspent round. But before we get there, just talking about that that knife. Um, I think there's there's just something very very strange there. So when you look at the knife, which is item item eight, um, the knife is open with several blood stains on it. There's blood stains on the blade and on the hole of that blade. Um, in in my book, I have a picture um, from this is from the BCA four eight eight document page four sixty four. And it pretty much, they draw the actual knife and they show you item eight and they show you where the blood is. And they show you what they what they swabbed here. Um, there's pheno test done, pH plus, I guess that's pheno test. Yeah, that's that is. positive blood was detected. Yeah, so I mean, they're, I mean, they're pretty accurate on this knife and it's interesting that it's never really mentioned. Uh, not my, I don't know if my fan club has ever mentioned it, but um, it's never mentioned in any of these things where they try to prove whatever happened it's never mentioned because this i mean it's clear sign of a of a struggle but this knife was close to david's left leg um this was next to the to the couch um there was a mixture of two or more people on it as mm -hmm. there should be david Kamel and rania cannot be excluded as possible con contributors but again if we get the 99.9998 percent of the general population that can be so um they have four labels they have item 8-1 which is a uh, blood swab inside of the hole of the blade item 8-2 which is a swab of blood found on the folding side of the blade blood is not present on the handle of the knife I think is kind of odd. Like, I would. Ex that's where I would ex expect it to be on the handle, right? Right. Um, anyways, um, that's item um, eight dash three, and then item eight dash four is is a hair sample found in the handle. So obviously, we know how much hair we're looking at there. 
it doesn't mean that some you know somebody tried to scalp somebody or tried to use this on somebody's hair because um, there's hair everywhere in this you know there's hair found on that on hair next to that unspent round and if you look at the photos it almost looks like there's hair on top of the unspent round and the unspent round looks like it's been compressed into that to the living room floor but those are the weird things that stand out to me about item item eight is just this seems like a clear sign of a struggle if there was any sign of a struggle this would be item eight of where they found blood and where, where they didn't and i would like to add too about the the blood the um the dna results is that they have um yes they say it does not are david Kamel, and ronnie they can't be excluded but no one is positively included as being contributors right so that i found a little odd as well so how did how did they do that and say that they still give us that 99.999 percent again you're looking at those percentages and it's talking about the general population is was not in this crime scene right now, I do. So I just I just like to about... make fun of that. I, I, <laughs> I like to troll on that because I, I always think, well, I thought I was part of the ninety. I would thought I was a part of the ninety nine percent here <laughs> and a part of the general population. Well, you no. are. You are part of the general population. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You weren't at the crime scene, Bernie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Greg did it. It's official. Greg did it. They're geniuses. Yeah, they figured it out. <laughs> the real killer. It's Greg. But they Greg. never they never asked for my DNA. I'll give them my DNA if they want. Yeah, he came out of his crypt just for that one. <laughs> oh, I sorry, came out sorry, of my mom's basement. basement just to give just them. just to just do that and then profit off just of to do making your millions exists. and making your millions. Gold <laughs> right, sitting on my stack of millions from my book profit in your mom's basement. <laughs> in my mom's basement. <laughs> I do have a theory about the knife, though. Oh, I thought you heard a theory about my mom's basement. But okay, all right, let's talk about the knife. Oh, no, we, that's, that's for our group. Okay. You know, the one that we're creating about the Greg's theory on dust factor fiction. <laughs> dust, wow. <laughs> the dust man. Stay there tuned. was no dust. We have videos coming up on that. Oh, dust is moving around. <laughs> yellow dust. <laughs> the yellow cup is actually part of this. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, you know, they go into the kitchen because there's passive blood in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly passive blood. It's not something that came from flying over the island. Right. or anything and if you look at the blood spatter that's on the wooden floor around the uh just just around it's like they've walked around with uh with like blood dripping off of the knife even well it looks like cast off pattern up from the knife yeah yeah uh because you, you see these little drips and it, it's off of a, a something thin and it's it's passive so it's like they were holding the knife down it's dripping blood and it's just doing little drips and then i don't know 
what happened, but they go into the kitchen and they decide, okay, well, we're going to either wipe it off or wash it off. And does it talk about, Catherine, do you remember in the DCA paperwork, the, um, the huge file? Did they say that it, they couldn't tell it if it had been washed or not? Nothing was ever written about it being washed, no. But that's just okay. what makes sense to me because of where the blood was located on the blades and how they described the blood being on there. It just okay. would only make sense. They're essentially just so, like they, but, they try to clean the blade. Yeah, or try to yeah. clean And then just took it and put it on the floor. If you zoom in on that blood spatter, especially the area where um, it's closer to Camel, mm -hmm. you can see uh, like little V angles. Yeah, that's the right cast angle. off. That's what I'm telling you about. That That's cast off. And it's generally from something thin like a knife like that. Yeah. If you go to I, I pay, um, photo number 4827. Okay, let's see. I'll go to that. Let's see, 4827. But there, there is also packs of blood in all of these things so it's not just cast off there is you can tell by so anyway. kind of like you know like how like i i meant sound like a total weeb here for a second but like you know like how you see like in uh these samurai films and all this where they like kind of cast their sword just like they swing it real quick just that way it, it just shoots blood off real quick then they go to sheath it is that what you're kind of talking about mm -hmm. I mean that makes sense. I mean, is it's gonna the blood will come off that way, for sure. It's and see, the too. other thing about that crime scene that doesn't make sense is that there's no blood on the ceiling. Right. And there, the only blood that you see on furniture is the recliner. Right, and but if, then if David the commits suicide, in, then yeah. Yeah, and. When you look at these wooden floors and you look at the walls, the angle that that blood is coming at and the fact that it's medium velocity, it not only looks like cast off, but it also looks like blows making contact. Right. But how did it not get on the ceiling? This is clearly not high velocity blood. Oh, yeah. I will argue that of my dying day and I want somebody to prove to me where that high velocity blood is well there's none Show me well if you compare that to, we'll okay. compare it to, to, to the other case that you have the pinna case Pencock case yeah yeah I need to do that don't I it's pinnock by the way are, you, are we sure Pin Pin yeah it's pinnock Okay, William, do you see right there? Oh, oh. okay. I'm, I'm really curious. Is that, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, pretty sure it's, it's Pancock. I'm gonna, no, I got, it's Pinnock. I got, it's I got Pinnock, is, Pinnock is not the name of the, it's a, it's a city or whatever, but. Well, is this in Apple Valley? Just right over this way. Uh, Apple Valley has like a city. Oh, it is Pinnock. Oh, man, I kept calling Pancock. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, that's terrible. That is terrible. Well, good eye on that one. I, kept thinking, I really kept thinking of Pancock. <sighs> because because in that case, um, I, I don't think we see any blood on the ceiling either. Mm -mm. 
and they were found right next to the front door. Um, but we we should do another show on that on that one because I think you did a great presentation, Sophia, and we need to we need to do a another one on that for new people who probably have no idea what we we're could talking do it tomorrow. about. I'm game for tomorrow if you guys want to do that. Okay, now do you see that? You see that V-shape over to the right of the 13? And the little yeah. tiny drops of blood? Yep, this right here. No, up, go up a little bit to your right, up and to your right. Uh, up right. And then, yeah, right, oh, wait, stop, go down. Right there now, make that V. Oh, go, okay, right on. here. No, 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 no. No, no, right down. Hold on, right there, and then go straight across. It's like a UFO V, yeah, and right there. Oh. And then, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That pattern right there is a cast off pattern and yeah. generally from something like a knife. Right. And so that's that's why and then there like Sophie was saying, there's some other dots in here that could be passive or it could also be um just smaller drops depending on what had happened and how it lands. So it's probably a mixture of both. But that V pattern right there tells you that something thin was used and it was swung while it had blood on it. And yet there's a knife at the scene, but they never look at the knife. Yeah, and we know yeah, can we Can we, we zoom out and maybe kind of compare where that 13 is to get a, a good idea? That's that's the photo right there. Well, Let me see. Well, one thing I just want to point out real quick, I mean, just with this real quick, just because this is here, just so people understand this, this is metric. Okay, so this is smaller than an inch. This is not an inch right here. This is not two inches. No, this is uh, two centimeters. Centimeters. Canadian. That's so, yeah. Canadian drama right there. <laughs> I okay. use inches. Thank you very much. <laughs> Damn metric system. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's... <laughs> they always want to use the metrics. Yeah. No, no, no. Anyways. I like my inches. No, that is, that is and millimeters. Right. So... So just, just to show how small it is. Inside the front, please. Yeah. And it, it would just help. Um, I think that's that's an awesome thing right there. That's a major point. Um, <clears throat> it would be good to kind of. I know we can't zoom out or anything like that, but to kind of let people know, hey, where this thirteen is compared to where the living room, because um, that's on the hardwood floor, obviously. Right. If you go, there's um, maybe uh, forty-eight fifteen photo number forty-eight fifteen. Oh, yeah, that's a better one. Yeah. If it'll load. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a good one right there. I just love how slow my computer's acting right now. It's just like, no, I need to be thinking about everything. No, no. You don't need to be contemplating your life here. <laughs> so it would kind of be where in that area right there. Mm -hmm. It would be it's up. An interesting area. It would be up right to, and to the, yeah, somewhere right, right around in that area. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the knife would be kind of northwest. Yeah, towards yeah. the window. Yeah. It'd be going out this way. Yeah, kind of going out that way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're seeing more of that hair we're talking about. Oh, and dog poop, we since we're just mentioning things. about that hair real fast? Sure. I think the hair moves more yeah. than that yellow cup, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, I do have graying hair. I, you know, it's it's a big deal for me to color my hair, honestly. And I've been doing it a lot lately, and I know what hassle it is. 
But mm-hmm. if I had pre-planned a murder-suicide and I knew that there were going to be headshots involved, why on earth would I dye my hair? Makes no sense. And put that work in there. Not only that, but Camille was in her early, well, 20, late 20s. Late 20s. She should not have had that much gray hair that she was worried about how she was going to look at her own funeral. Right. Do you think she had gray hair? Mm-mm. No, I don't. But I did have gray hair, like strands of it, oh, um, okay. in my 20s. Yeah, I've, so, been, I've been graying since I was 15, so. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, not I'm, even, I'm, that's not even a joke. I'm, 40, I'm 42. I have literally like five or six gray hair. Well, I'm jealous. You bragger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 we have another Greg's fan club now. I'm just stating that. <laughs> Screw this guy. Greg Fred. actually has ten gray hairs. He claims he has four or five. Yeah, I have a whole head, so uh, <laughs> there's that. Damn you. But, yeah, Greg, Greg I mean, dyes his hair daily. <laughs> <laughs> what is the purpose of her doing that if they're just planning to kill themselves? Yeah. I'll let everybody go first because I've, I've got something I can say about it. And I know you and me have talked definitely about this. And I did expose this on, oh, I wasn't on a show, but I did show this to everybody over audio. And it was pretty great. You guys got any thoughts? I'll, I'll let you guys go first. Wait, what are we looking at? Oh, just just about the grain or the you know the hair and all this. Thoughts on that whole. I I see Kripperick is saying that he has long, beautiful locks of hair, no gray. So. Uh. Well, there there was a wig that Rainy is wearing in one of the photos in the journal. Right. And. It's very possible that the dog could have got a hold of that and was destroying it finally because he was sick of it. But Probably. And it, it probably smelled like them too. I mean, if they're putting it on their head. Right. But, that's a, that's a I lot don't know. of hair. I mean, it's, it's a lot of hair. It's just an estimate. Well, you have some nice hair too, Dixon. You have that. And then there's got to be something else. Well, this is why, yeah, I mean, this is why when we look at, you know, some of the photos um, in Eric Nelson's film, and maybe even in the journal, um, the last known photos of Kamel and how how much hair she did have. Now, with her Some of her looks like to be extensions. What you see on the floor looks like extensions. Oh, okay. See, okay. That's, That's good to know. Possibility. Um, okay, so would you dye your hair if you had extensions? I have no would idea. Would you do that at home? I mean, I'm still trying to because... wrap my head around, you know, people that dye their hair pink and purple and this. I just find it soft. <laughs> you know, yeah, so... I mean, she's just dyeing it black, right, yeah. as far as we know. I mean, um, that's that's it. I mean, that may give us a good idea I don't of how see, I remember often they, black, t- or... they take their, their garbage out, right? too, right? If they're dyeing their hair, like how how long was that hair dye in there? If you look at at the garbage, if you go to the kitchen garbage, mm-hmm. there's some interesting stuff there too that we can yeah. talk about for sure. If we're moving on from that, night. oh oh no, I'll, I, 
actually, I got something out since everybody's covered okay. something on this. I'm going to go and cover this. So, back on what Sophia was saying about if somebody was really planning on killing themselves and, you know, going through this pack theory or whatever, you know, these wrong theories are, um, you know, that, that Eric Nelson, all these, these guys all put through the ringer on this and tried to say they are, they're official, there's a real thing. They're lies. Um, we know that in his film, they had cut um, the audio several times. Um, they were spouting some things in there that little peculiar because as I know Sophie and I talked about this the night um, when it came down to the journal even with, with uh, David's dad. So we know they're cutting things and we know they're, they're, they're splicing uh, video and audio at certain points. But I was able to prove that a while ago about the um, going, over your, going over the spectrometer when, when you're looking at the audio itself. You can see clear cuts where they actually were doing it. So I, that's all I did is I basically took, let me see if I actually got it. I think I still do. Should still be in my Google Drive. Let me see. Um, not it's, I'll have to go and find it, but I did do a spectrometer of it to actually show this. Audio doesn't naturally do this because you have background noise. So I just basically took the audio from that video and I looked at it and you can see a very, very clear cut. See if it is here though. Whoops, wrong one. There's the folder. Should be in here. Uh, please tell me I put it in here. Please tell me I put it in here. Maybe. Uh, that might be actually the clip. Can't play that though. So let me go ahead and actually, it might be desktop. Let's see. Maybe it's on the desktop. Do, do, do. So I know I have it. There it is. Bam. Let's have some fun with this one. There we go. This is from the dock. What I've got on the screen right here is from the dock. I tested this, me and my wife. This is us. This is background noise. You can see the background noise right here. We have things in the background. Me speaking with a fan on. You can see this right here. You can see what this looks like. But then you see these very clear cuts. Oh, that's very cuts. obvious. Yeah, wow. these are cuts right there. This is their speaking and all this, and this is all background noise. But you're seeing these cuts here. That's not normal. And we know what was in the background was actually the fan and all this. So that's so you got this fan on the background, and then all of a sudden you get these random cuts. That doesn't happen. They so they edited it. it so it would sound like what they wanted it to say. Right. They were aiming, and this is also goes back in the whole thing with alums. Why aren't they in the movie? goes back with that whole stuff they have, like that. They have a fan on in uh, October? Or... Well, I mean, who knows? There's lots or, of... Or was that from, I mean, from, from the August clip? Uh, it was one where she was talking about being... Ra or not the rapture, but it was the voice. Yeah, I wonder which... Because there, there was an August one, or there was a... I mean, which I think that August was one August. makes more sense. I think that was the okay. August one, yeah, because the August. there was a voice she had heard. <laughs> and say, she was talking about the, the height. Um, so... Yeah. When looking at the spectrometer here, you can see very clearly, this is gonna pick up all your background noises and things like this. You can see through both of these, they're consistent. There's no cuts. Then you look over here and there's a cut here, cut here, cut here, cut here. So the only reason you would do this is And the background noise is different. Right, right. So that's that's the problem we also got right there. And so you're seeing, well, here's I, I, speech. I, I don't have any issue with the cuts. Well, that's this the is thing. a movie. This well, is, a, I mean, they're but they're, they're trying not to show the whole thing, right? Well, but that's the thing is if they're what they're doing here is what they snipped out, 
is we don't get the whole thing. They so did therefore, that with, gonna, with me too. <laughs> they did right. with everybody in the movie. Right. So we don't know what they cut out. It could have been very well just like her explaining it and, and it makes oh, sense. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Right. So this could have been something that was just like, it changed everything because this is cut out. But I see what you're saying. So they may have just taken the parts just to make her sound crazy where she may have actually been kind of rationalizing the other side. Like, okay, yeah, maybe well, this. Well, think yeah. about, is I, th- I think you might have wrote about it, um, about why the alums weren't in the movie, right? I believe it was you who wrote about it. Yeah. Yeah, so they weren't in it because of um, the movie itself made Kamala to be crazy. They they wanted to make her part of a pack fairy. The movie was supposed to be a pack fairy. Right. And that's so, the real movie. That was the that was their goal, was to right. make it into a pack fairy. And so they didn't want to be included in that because that's making Kamala to be crazy because they're cutting things. So obviously that, they, they that, saw that something. Made her, her guilty. They were trying right. to make her guilt as if she wanted to kill her child. Right. Which is and, not the case. Yeah, and what I'm seeing here, what would be interesting is is you're looking at the background noises and how they don't match up, and that because it looks like they cut and paste and they put things in to make it flow the what, right. you know, so it would say what they wanted it to say. So I'm curious uh-huh. what, what it would sound like if you matched the the cut pieces with the same backgrounds together, and then what would that say? You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What that's... would you get if you put that? Because this looks just cut and pasted. That's okay, exactly I took a section from here, and then I'll take a section from the back, and I'll put it toward the front, and now we've made this really nice little piece, and she now sounds crazy. Yeah, and I haven't even gone through the video footage to actually see if the words actually um, match up, like they synchronize perfectly. Um, I haven't even gone through that. This is just the audio alone. Now, if we were to go through and we see that, okay, it does match, then we have to look at the, at the video footage itself, where they cut, because... Was she in the same position? And was she not really moving a whole lot? But we know she was a little animated. She moved. Um, I can't show the clip, obviously, but um, after a show, we'll, I can. We can definitely go and take a look if you guys want. But um, that's the big thing here is we'd have to be able to match that up. If they if they don't match up perfectly, and it's just like it's just the audio that was clipped, but they kept it the same length as the footage, then they have to make it match with the lips and all this kind of stuff and even with a good deep fake good luck on that because deep fakes you can even break those down you get into the pixels and all sorts of things like this and you can break those things down real easy so yeah i don't i don't think they faked any no they did video footage or anything i mean the the, the real one where she's where she's where she wrote the only one where she sounds panicked is the one where they don't show her they don't show david it just it just pans up that one to me is the is the strangest weirdest and i can definitely do that that i can definitely pull that and we can always but they're also saying after that like there people are acting like it's not like they go crazy from this point something Mm -hmm. happened there i believe in the paranormal so i I think something they something happened there and i don't believe that they were scared of it I think she was kind of rationalizing in it and just kind of dealing with it. And maybe it was some the way that she's acting shows me that she's like finally dealing with the fact that, yeah, there's something weird happening here. And, you know, maybe she had that moment momentary breakdown or something. I, I don't know. But there's nothing after that. She still works after that. Right. She's still doing family stuff after that. Nobody notices anything crazy after that but they use these things and they that whole film is take is there's so much stuff that is out of context out of sequence 
it's mm-hmm. not like they're trying to create a timeline right. because they don't create a timeline. If they would have done that, if, you know, the you film would, would, people would have been like, well, I mean, people who or are rather, making movies like, well, there's nothing here. It was almost like they had to sexify this whole film in order to really get it made. Absolutely. Because Eric Nelson, I, I think Eric Nelson looked at the final draft and said, there's nothing here. Well, me personally, I mean, because you have a Freemason, you know, Herner Warzog or Verzog, whatever his name is, that Freemason. Because <laughs> is you he got Freemason? Him, he is. He is legitimately a Freemason. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Because know. you got that, that fooling on this. And, of course, you know they're going to go and push a specific certain agenda with gun control. Just saying. Um, you know, they like to push these things because they don't want the people having things. They're, of course, they're going to be pushing crap. Um, so they need this to go and push. And we see there's all sorts of things going on. This... This this incident was used as just to push a specific political agenda. That's all this was. Um, so that's why I don't like a gray state because it's so easy to show that David was he wasn't crazy, and even if there was something paranormal, you even listen to what um, um, what's her face uh, Sidra had said, and I believe she, that was in your book as well. Um, where basically David was in there like with Sage or something like this, or he was praying at one point, you know, she talked about that. So you got some paranormal event that she's, you know, she's witnessing David handling. I mean, there's something there just with that alone. It's like, okay, well maybe if there, even if there was something paranormal, then well, David clearly was handling this. Well, and it's an assumed people are going and saying, you know, paranormal. What if it was just, somebody who decided to plant some speakers around and were, you know, messing with her head, you know, throwing out, you know, some stuff and then talking to her like they're talking as a spirit. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to do that too. The the thing, I mean, here's the interesting thing to mention um, about Sidra, the thing that happened with Sidra, but that is the most paranormal aspect I've heard of this whole case, which I, I wish that was in the, the, film i think that would have changed a lot of things that happened in 2011 right so if that's accurate if that really happened i mean it just shows how far back this the paranormal stuff has gone that's before david made that made his 2012 trailer but again does anybody other than citra say that and how do we know it's the truth that's true we can only go by what she's i mean i can only document what what she has said on it that's it well, we can't, right. we can't prove it. it. It happened prior to that. We can't prove that actually happened. It's just, it's just what it's on her word, which I mean, that's well, the whole thing. Well, the whole thing is that if, if it was, if it was cut out from Eric Nelson's film, right. That gives it to me that it's, it's a more credible source there. It's like, I think, you know, many people think it's just not really relevant to this case. This is, this happened in 2011. Right. Um, and there's, there's not, there's, this is not a paranormal case where a par- something paranormal happened that caused David to kill his family. Oh, let's see. So I David, think when did David Eric, meet, when did David meet uh, Danny August Mason? I don't remember uh, the exact date. Uh, it would have been around that. It would have been around 2010, 2011, sometime around film film school. Yeah, Kung so Fu it would have been Boy, right you know, around that time. Yeah, so Kung Fu Boy could have been up to no good already. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant Jeet Kune Do. You know, he's the master of that. <laughs> yeah, that's. And, well, and, I mean, and the, and the, the would, end of Ghosts and all sorts of other I would stuff. just, 
You know, I would think that as a filmmaker, if you can't back anything up and you just have someone's, oh, here's a story I'll tell you, and the other person is not alive to verify that, I mean, and you have nothing, how are you going to make that, in, you know, it, it's just hearsay from somebody who doesn't even want to be part of your film. So why right. would you include that? That makes sense. Well, at, at that time, Sid, Sidra did want to be part of it, but we also don't know like if Eric Nelson would have even included that in there based on his final cut, I think he, he would have, I think he wanted to put that stuff in there because it would have made them all look crazy. It would have backed up the whole crazy theory. So you said they, they met in 2010, right? And that, and and this event took place in 2010, 2011, 2011 is when that took place. David began writing grace, uh, the grace state. And uh, between April 21st and May 1st, 2010. So if he's already started writing it, and we know how paranormal the very first film was, or the very first script was, I mean, we could be going along with this. I mean, the thing is, is like, end of the day, I mean, there's there's this, um, the concept of like, I mean, this is where we get into like demonology, all this kind of stuff. It's, I mean, it's, I'm not, I'm not denying the paranormal as a possibility, because I do believe to a certain extent about it. But I mean, I do also. I will go along with 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 uh, Catherine saying too. Somebody could have been screwing with them. I think oh, that's. Sure. I, mean, I think that's it, more it likely what would have been occurring. But um, I'm not going to exclude the paranormal because when you get into the demonology and all this, well, what invites demons in? Fear. Well, I mean, some of this stuff you'd think David might be afraid of some of it. I mean, he was he was a soldier, so he might have been confident enough and. Like, you know, and what he could do. So he maybe just like, eh, whatever. Something like this happens, you know, I'll kick its ass kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, Kamel, she knows what he's writing about. You know, I mean, even even when I spoke to my wife about certain things about, you know, New World Order and some of these things that you can see that cult type of stuff, that freaked her out. You know, and I know it freaks people out when they first hear about it. And they're like, wait, what? You know, <laughs> I mean, all I got to say is go down the adrenochrome. Um, path, yeah, that rabbit hole. You go down that, and you start seeing some crap. It's like, oh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it did. It, it I, I think it was really Eric Nelson's film that really kind of made me think more about what Citra had told me first. You know, um, that there's. It, it just almost seemed like there. And, and if you look at Kamel's video where she's talking about this mm-hmm. voice, she doesn't sound scared to me. She sounds almost intrigued by it, like, hey, there was something here. It's almost like if you see a UFO, that's, that was kind of the same feeling that I got from yeah. it. Like, wow, there's there's something weird out there. What the heck is going on? But she didn't seem scared by it. She, you know, she's kind of smiling and just kind of like laughing about it. Like she wasn't really taking it seriously. So I, I don't know. It's maybe there were a lot more of that and that's what i wanted to see in that in that journal that's what i was looking for from right my, yeah for that more, stuff. more the paranormal type of stuff i mean you're seeing a lot yeah, more like, of hey, just, they, they were just we saw we saw a couple orbs ah, they flew by us all right you know whatever yeah but you yeah, know there's that's that is definitely an interesting angle for sure so all right so uh Anything else? Anybody got anything else on that? Or are we ready to move on? (laughs) (laughs) What else do we have here? We've still got Suicide Note we can talk about. We got Allahu Akbar. Um, We got the Open the Rise. 
Um, we've got mold growth, how that kind of, that can be kind of set potentially. I mean, especially you got some people that are watching CSI or something like this, uh, you know, freezing bodies, doing all sorts of this kind of stuff. You can go down that, that rabbit hole, why the mold is there. And then maybe is that meant to throw us off? Is Kamel the first to die, really? And then David and Kamel were killed, you know, maybe maybe Kamel was frozen, and then David and Rania were uh, killed, and then their bodies sit up, and then here goes Kamel. I mean, there's all sorts of different things you could do with the mold growth one, too, especially when it comes to freezing bodies, if that's a possibility. But, I mean, the easy ones we can always go after just the notes. Is that's always a... It's always a fun one to explain. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's yeah. do that. Let's go after the suicide note. We were already talking about that earlier, so might as well keep going with that. So uh, I know I know uh, um, what's really interesting is uh, Sophia noted this when we were actually speaking earlier about the mythos um, and the myth, and the one that was on the computer that was typed up was titled "Myth," and it said uh, what was the exact exact phrase it was something like i like i'm sorry and i'll love you all, or i love you all or something like this so they may remember it like to a t because i certainly don't remember it off the top of my head send me asleep oh i'm sorry i i was talking and i had myself muted oh Oh, it's all oh good. God. Yeah, because when I was hearing somebody like talk, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> no, I, it said, "I've loved you all with all my heart." See, that's that's interesting too, especially as it's titled "Myth." Anybody got any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's it's open. That, that doesn't make sense. Like, why is it just there? Like, um, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird that it's almost in the screensaver mode, right? So it's it's black when the police walk in, mm-hmm. but it's flipped open. So as soon as they touch it, as soon as they swab it, it's going to show them. Or there's no lock on it, right? basically. So anybody could have just opened it, opened that thing up. And well, yeah, because you read his scripts, and then you read that little blurb on that screen it's not the same cadence it's not the same speech pattern mm-hmm. and writing as um so why i don't it just doesn't make sense that's where my brain just, this doesn't sound like david it's um i think that was actually written on december 19th too it's, it's that was written way before any of, of the stuff happened so um uh, what document? That's in one of those. Um, Black lights. Uh, one one of those. Yeah, one of those electronic forensic documents, and it and it clearly and that may be in the the three hundred seventeen page one, but it clearly shows that this was created um, on December nineteenth. It may have been edited or something. It may have been looked at later, but so it almost seems like okay. Well, that. Is not even relevant then it's not even relevant to this because he could have written that many days be before the bodies were found at least a month or so right um i wish i had that in front of me but that was that was one of the things once we got these 
new documents um, about the whole black black lighting and all all that stuff. That was one of the things that I found very curious. Is that wow? So they talk about the whole myth doc and when that was started. Mm-hmm. It wasn't started after these deaths. This was clearly started before these deaths. So this is not a suicide note. This is not a note of any relevance to this. But it it, it is another thing that is staged that is open when the police show up. I mean, to me, that's another thing that is clearly evidence of a staged crime scene. Right. And after we got those documents, that pretty much shows (laughs) the proof (laughs) of it. 100%. Yeah, my my take on that really is just that it was... um, like we were saying earlier, what it really came down to is the fact that we know David was writing other scripts. We know from his journal entries he was um, in the process of this. Um, I find it weird that it was just kind of on like like a essentially Max, you know, or Apple's just old notepad, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's like why would why would he open Notepad instead of his writing um, software? Right, and my, my thoughts on this is just it was kind of just it was literally just being used exactly what it's supposed to be used for, you know, it's like a notepad, just kind of jotting some ideas down. So he probably had some ideas down on it. Um, I think that was probably deleted. So and I think that's where we can kind of just you know, we can get into the whole laptop and the buttons that were pressed and all this. But yeah, it's it's really interesting because why would he write something like that? As you brought up a very good point, it's not the same cadence. So, all right, uh, Sophie, you got anything? It was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. You got anything, Sophia, on this one? Or? Yeah, I don't know where she went, but you guys, yeah, it's getting late. It's almost one o'clock in the morning here, so I think I'm going to drop off. Okay. Okay. But thanks for letting me join. Oh, absolutely. And thanks for letting me yell at you, Greg. <laughs> That's and, always uh, fun. And, and just it. just for uh, just for the audience and everything. Um, I think it's is, hot. I think it's very hot. <laughs> Greg's fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So where where can people uh, find your content, Catherine? Um, if I just have a YouTube channel, if you know, if you see, um, just look <laughs> look me up. If you just look up Catherine Michelle with one L on YouTube and just put my name with David Crowley and you'll see my face pop up and there I am. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, joining in tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks you guys. And oh, don't stay on too late. Poor Sophie. It's like going on two o'clock for her. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we'll see you guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Right, we'll catch you later. And bye. Bye. Um, well, there's, there's more too that's going on too with this because you've got the suicide note. But then you've also got this weird thing. Why would he put it on There's that? no suicide note. There's no suicide well, well, Exactly. Yeah, there's no this, suicide note. You got this this alleged suicide note sitting there. Not no, a notepad. Who, who, who can say it's a, a suicide note? So, well, exactly. Um, I, here's what, what I'm trying to find. Okay, so it looks like um, that 370-page, or if you look at page 45, maybe that's where it is. There's somewhere on here you can see. Yeah, so it start, it's created 12-15-2014. Here's the oh. weird thing about that. It's modified 123. 
So that could be when they accessed it. So that triggered it to modify it. Yeah, like an auto. That could be the police. Yeah, the police accessing it because they were trying to do things to make it very clear that, you know, hey, we want to make sure we don't modify it. So the 123 makes sense because obviously that's after they've found the bodies and everything. Right. Um, but the 12th, the fact that this was created on 12 15 2014 pretty much makes the the i have loved you all with all my heart it's not even relevant right the 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 real thing is why was this staged so that when the police um opened it up when the police looked at this um at the macbook which most computers by the way you have to sign in Mm -hmm. maybe in 2015 maybe that wasn't a big thing 2014 let's talk about 2014 because really let's talk about that but still right. it's like and this happens in david's office this happens with the computer in david's office too that one like the the police do not have to sign in or log in or anything. it's all laid out for them right just like just like the gun safe just like everything else everything is laying out all they have to do is touch the keyboard and they see what whoever did this wants them to see right this is, this is a stage crime scene here. Right. But the fact that this this that's what tripped me out was that this was created in um on 12 15. How how does this have any relevance to any of this, right? If this right. myth doc. It's interesting to me. It is very interesting. And you said you said what page was this on? Yeah, um go to go to page 45. 45? Um, why is this okay? That's oh no, one. yeah, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like okay. 317 pages. It should be this one here, the item number five, right? Yeah, you said 45? Yes, okay. Okay, second, let me just zoom down to it very well. There we go. Oh, there it goes. So we got right here. Go right up. A yeah, little bit and look higher, right here. Little... This is this is the part I wanted to go and make very clear. Look right there. New projects, Hera, myth. He was writing about his new project. Where do we see Hera? That's where we got to go into the office. I'll go and do it. I'll do it, just to prove my point. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's the thing. It's like I don't think the police even pieced that together all the way either. Um, let's see, was it right here? I think it is. Yep, Hera, right here. And you can go and open this, and then we can take a look right here. Hera. Yeah, look at that link. Look at the source file, too. This is from his Dropbox. Right. So they went in the Dropbox for it um, to go and get into his new projects folder. So what do we got here? Well, we've got this document that was open right there. That was that. I think this is also partially an undoing because why would David A? This is created here, um, but it's act. You know, it, oh, 12, 15, 2014 It was created. Okay, um, so that's created before. He's creating it for his new project, Hera, which you know we know from his journal entries. He's trying to move on to a different um, project. But that, but that's that's weird that it's not modified until right. after his death. So it's like what mm-hmm. what what we see there, which this has to be in, right? Right. So which means he had this up, and maybe he didn't turn his laptop off very often. 
we'd have to go and actually double but check. This, the, this popped up. This was a pop-up screen. Mm -hmm. it, it, the uh, image, the only image that we have from the crime scene photos, it, you, it's very blurry. So you can kind of make it out of, of what it is, but you can clearly see this is all that is there. It's mm -hmm. just the one line. Right. Um, but then we have, to get back into, can... we have to get back into the keyboard, and the reason why we have to is because we don't see David's DNA anywhere on there. But we know this is his project. Yeah. See, so if we're only seeing Camille's DNA on there, that's all we're getting, right? Then did Camille write this? Was she the one behind Hera? Oh no. <laughs> Got some conspiring going on. But um <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just an access, so I mean this could have been I don't know. If it's it depends on how their computers are, are synced. If he has the computer in the office synced, I don't know. I really don't know. We'd have to look at what was his DNA on the office computer. They didn't test it. <laughs> they didn't test it. Exactly. <laughs> but it's it's just it's a little curious because then we so we've got this all set up just like you were saying. It's like they they tap this just you know trying to go get the, the evidence. What do they get? Now they get this thing popping up and now it's like, oh okay. This, this yeah. sounds like a suicide note. You know, this was supposed to sound like, right? So they're trying to go make this out to be. Um, more often than not, from what I've from what I've checked, statistically, you're not going to generally find a suicide note. It's generally they just kind of just do it, you know. Um, but but for suicide notes that you do find, mm -hmm. do you find that they're actually signed, or they actually have some type of indication that's right. from them? Right. But this is, there's no indication. And even then, if you're going to use, okay, well, the blood is indication, or, you know, the DNA you find on the computer's indication, well, they only found Kamel's, so therefore, did Kamel write this? Um, yeah, but, and, and, and they, 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 we talk about the blood. Um, we haven't, we never got into the, to the, to the, to the latent print, because they did find, um, and you can see in the, in the photos, there are prints mm -hmm. there, but they were not able to match those to David. Right. So if they're not able to match those prints, which look like pretty good prints there. Right. Um, if they can't match them to David, that's that's another problem. Right. Right. And the other interesting thing with that, just kind of moving along with that too, though, just with the whole alleged suicide note there, is we can we can still see, you know, like you were saying earlier, they they've got this evidence there at that at that one. They don't touch a whole lot of them. They just kind of just take the uh, what they get from um, that initial. You know, the pull, they end up getting, mm -hmm. okay, it's Kamel, right? That's all we've got is it's Kamel. And then they end up going to the other office, and what do they get there? They got another note there, too. Open the rise with Kamel's blood on it. So they're already like, oh, okay, well, this is clearly David. It's Kamel's blood. Why would, you know, Kamel couldn't have done this? And, well, I mean, technically speaking, I, they didn't do it at all, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you got all these things that are just pointing at, um, you know, David's leaving a suicide note, this alleged suicide note, and he's saying, open the rise. Funny about that, because then you got the Jason Allen email, open the rise, or, you know, he want, he's basically talking about this, uh, the rise, and about how there's going to be a trailer dropping. And he's really excited sounding, so this this makes this a little more peculiar here, even more so. And then you've also got the Allahu Akbar in the wall. And for me, all three of those kind of sync up in this way. Because now you've got this, it's like, oh, this is definitively, this is what proves David did this. And you see a lot of people, they use this. Like, well, he clearly left a suicide note, and uh, he had, you know, this open the rise, which 
you know, nobody could ever give a good explanation. Why would he leave this? Why would he tell us me open the rise? That makes zero sense. He left a note for himself if he did it, you know. But even then, we know that we get in the uh, Jason Allen email. He was already planning on that. He's going to get that going. We know that Danny August Mason is fighting him for it. And we get Robert Hoyt, which then we've got the whole Freemason connection with these guys. Um, you know, then you've got, uh, who's the other one? Um, Sean Wright was concerned with David releasing the rise because he was concerned it was his tax information and all this kind of stuff in there. It wasn't, and David even assured him on Facebook. So now we've got two people right here we can kind of tie that they would definitely have some clear motive of why they don't want the rise out there, even though David was 100% on saying there was no tax information even released um, about um, uh, little Sean. So it, it's just, it's, it's bizarre, but you were seeing motives, potential motives popping up here. And then you've got the Allahu Akbar, which even then, um, the really funny thing about that is, is you've got capitalized, you know, A in Allahu, uh, two lowercase l's, and then you've got uppercase, A-H, uh, I believe the U might have been under, or lowercase, and then you got Akbar, which is all spelt in uppercase as well. A little peculiar, in my opinion. Um, why would the... The two L's be lowercase, for one. Um, even if you were to say space, I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It's a little peculiar still. Um, you know, there, there's all sorts of things with it, but it's, it's all meant to make it look like, oh, David did this. Clearly, it's not Kamel. It's her blood up there. But we're seeing only her blood on the keyboard, which doesn't make any sense. That's why I brought up the whole... Um, what happens if the hands were just removed? All these things were removed prior to this because then it makes sense how these things are getting brought around the way they're being brought around. Kamel's prints and you've got the blood um, and all this. You, you've got all the damage already done. And now they're just using this to kind of say David did this and, you know, that's the thing. All they had to do was just basically take David's hand and get some, you know, get a little bit of blood on it and bam, now they can already just make him do it, essentially. So, so, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. so, you got anything else on that? No, nothing else on that one. Perfect. I think that was the only thing that kind of stood out to me. So. Fair enough. You got anything else you want to, like, any other rabbit holes or anything? <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah, I, yeah I'm still looking for some because that, that kitchen chair and the dust, honestly, the dust is really, it's actually really fascinating. And now I'm going to be having to look that with that kitchen chair. I don't think it's anywhere in the house. I really don't. I think the only place it would possibly be would be the basement, but. Well, maybe the office. I suppose that that's also a, a possibility, maybe. But even then, I believe he's got one of those like chairs with wheels on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything in the garage that um, any rabbit holes there. Yeah, the playlist is another fun one because that's also like if you listen to it and you read everything, you know, like the lyrics and everything, it's not really suicidal. There's a lot of love songs in there. 
there's some you might be able to potentially say, oh, suicidal or confrontational, but eh, is it really, though? <laughs> there was something about a song called Fall, Fall in Line, and I guess that is supposed to be about committing suicide. Yeah, but the thing is, it wouldn't make sense for him to just, you know, was that like his cue to, that's when he's going to commit suicide, he's just going to do all these things, and all of a sudden, the song pops on, and uh, it's time to go. Well, that's that's the other weird thing, is that they, they act like, like he had that song on the loop or something. It's like, this was a this, this was a playlist. Right. So it's it's still playing. As the police are going through that house and everything, it's still playing. It's not like mm-hmm. the song has stopped or anything. So I don't know. That's, right. I, I never really never really understood I, any so of I that. Think that's one like, of those, I think it's part of the staging, though. Yeah. Well, it's like they just happened to take a photo at that time there. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of other songs right. on there. Yeah, so, he's got the Spider-Man soundtrack on there. He's got... Yeah. I mean, I've actually got it on my YouTube channel. I, well, I mean, for personal use, of course, I believe. But I've got his whole playlist put together. Now there, the, the Spider-Man song, um, that's, there's another little rabbit hole there, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some one of the friends in the 94-page yep. police re- reports where she says that Kamel told her that um, David was going to be working on the Spider-Man movie. So we he try to go back Spider-Man. and find, find the dates of okay what date could that possibly have been what spider-man movie was out you know when was the last andrew garfield spider-man movie no that would have been no i guess well let me see um that was 2007 and that's that's what these songs are from spider-man 3 Okay, but that this would have been like in 2013 or 2014. So right. what movie could they have been talking about? Let's see. The uh, would have to been, they would have, No, it would have to have been the first Amazing Spider-Man. Which, which came out when? 2012. Or it would have had to have been the second one. Or maybe the third one that never got Spider- made. Amazing because... Spider-Man 2, or was that December 2014? Or it could have been the third one. That's true. That they talked about. Never got done. Yeah. Because the second one bombed. Yeah. I mean, I honestly I didn't mind the second one so bad. but. No, I think you're right. Yeah, the second one would have made sense, actually. That would have made a lot of sense. Uh, well, if it came out in 2014, it's probably... Probably done in 2013, maybe late 2012. So yeah, two, the second one was 2014. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And so I mean, that now they they were working on the the spinoff. Um, I can't remember the name of the bad guy group or whatever, but it was, they were going to work on that, and that didn't work out. So I don't know. Let's I think see, I'm the really only one who liked those movies. I, I liked him. I really thought he was a good Spider-Man. I didn't like his hipster version of the of, of uh, Peter, but I mean Tom Holland is still my favorite. I think by far. Um, yeah, you definitely get that. Yeah, he's mine too. Yeah, he's he's really good. But like, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, Toby's. Toby's was good, but he was more of a he was a Peter Parker. I like, I like the Toby. 
I like I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, a lot of people, like, when they talk about, like, the Batman films, it's the same kind of thing. I know we're getting way off topic here. <laughs> Murder the Grey State After Hours. <laughs> um, but, no, it's like when you look at, like, the Batman films, like, you know, me personally, I am fully on board with Robert Pattinson now. I'm like, oh, man, this is Batman from the comics. Uh, this is, oh. like, a year, this is, like, a year, this is a year two Batman. I mean, this is fantastic. But, I mean, you've got, I mean, like, the combat he does in this, the detective work, I mean, it's all, it's like, it's legit. You look at Christian Bale's, don't get me wrong, I love Christian Bale's Batman, and I still say he's one of the, at least, top two. But, Christian Bale's Batman was very much just like, he was very, very reliant on the tech. He was, you know, he was, he was more, it was, the, more, the movies were more about Bruce Wayne than they were about Batman. And uh, it's all Michael. I, I think Michael Keaton for me. That's it just doesn't get doesn't Michael get better. Was, no. Michael Keaton. He was a good one. I mean, I mean we got to go and backtrack on that because Adam West. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's yeah, true. the anti shark bat repellent. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need some of that. <laughs> Guys, to th- it's, oh. um, it's two o'clock here, uh, and we've been uh, going for three hours. Oh no worries, no worries. All right, we can we can tap out here. Yeah, but yeah, no, definitely. There's okay. there's there's some stuff we're gonna have to go and cover soon. So is there is, is anybody open for tomorrow night having a discussion about uh, what were we we were talking about doing something? It was another oh yeah the Pennock case. Does anybody want to look at that tomorrow? I don't know if I'll be available tomorrow night. Uh, I would I, need a little bit more time. Okay. So that I, I could definitely be interested in doing that. Okay. Yeah, we can we can maybe plan for next weekend or something like this. Okay. Okay. Um, well, all right then. Well, uh, so we'll. Where can anybody? Where can where can the audience find uh, your guys's content? So that way we can get this out to the audience, so people can go check your stuff out. I don't have any content. I've never made content. Yeah, ever, yeah Greg so just looks down his mom's basement. You know, he looks like Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what content is. <laughs> he barely made it on there, so, you know. Exactly. <laughs> the internet is beyond. I'm actually on a, I'm actually on a, on a pay phone right now, so. <laughs> For with, the, with the Polybius arcade right in front of you. <laughs> No, just just look up uh, look up David Crowley. Look up the Gray Stage, um, Greg Fernandez Jr. You'll probably find anything. If you're ever looking for any documents, anything that you want to, uh, any documents, any photos, any videos that we have, you can go to thegraystage.wordpress.com. If you're on Facebook, go to Justice for David Crowley and Family Facebook group, and you'll you'll find us there. All right. And what about you, Sophia? Where can people find your content? Uh, usually on Catherine's channel, which is Catherine Michelle, on YouTube, or on Greg's channel. And we are also building a, um, a new, uh, uh, YouTube channel to dis- discredit the yellow cup theory. So check out that. <laughs> uh, and Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the dust theory. <laughs> the yellow dust theory. <laughs> yellow dust theory. <laughs> Fact, fact or fiction? No, <laughs> With Greg's face, is not for out there. <laughs> and Hot the Greg owl fan club. 
Yes, yellow dust. <laughs> oh, All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I really of appreciate course. it. Thank it's you guys fun. for joining me. You got it. All okay. right. Well, I hope everyone thank has you. a wonderful night. Of course, of course. I hope everyone has a wonderful night, and we will see the rest of you guys tomorrow night. And you guys have a wonderful rest of your night.